I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Rolling. Rolling down the river. Rolling. Rolling. Rolling down the river. For somebody, for somebody who dissed me for saying that Tina Turner was one of my favorite concerts <laughs> Call I've back ever. Already. <laughs> Already. You sure do know the dance. I only know the dance. <laughs> Holy shit. That's all I know is that dance from her. I swear to you. So you I only know that song, song too. too huh? I don't know many Tina Turner songs. What's love got to do with it? Got to do with it. Ah. It was love, but a second time emotions. That's why love. Tina yeah. Turner, is that how we starting in 2021? Yep. I always remember the, the In past. Living Color version with Ike Turner. He's like, what up good to the good? And it was, <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big, that was a big part of the track. Hold on, I'm trying to play it. Oh, okay. okay. I was, I was like, like, what are you doing? Like, are you flexing your whistling skills? Imagine. Like, We're starting yeah, with yeah, Tina that Turner that was, that was and me with all the red bottles. Yeah, Come there on. we go. Yo. Bottles and, bottles and bottles and bottles and bottles. has alcohol, folks. It's about to be a great episode. Oh, Lord. And <laughs> it's my birthday week! Happy birthday week! You must understand hey. the touch of okay. your hand makes my pulse react. She's like picking up a bottle of Windex right now. That is why <laughs> the thrill hey. boy needs me. I'll tell you my address. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's not enough it's fault. It's yeah. not actually. I can't picture your house being dirty. I can't picture your house being dirty. You must try to ignore that. It Talk to them, Latina. What's love got to do? What y'all know about the remix? Remix. What's love? Are you gonna vote? Hey. Yes. 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 Work, bitch. Work, bitch. Work. I love Work. <laughs> Why the Michael Jackson skin? <laughs> I couldn't could could reach Tina Turner vocals. Like, that, those actors were too high. Yo, I used to uh, mistake Tina Turner for Dana Ross. I don't know why when I was younger. They're just like the same person to me. I don't no, know why. I used, don't to, think, why. I mean, I used to think Aretha Franklin like. and Patti LaBelle were the same people. People still do. Yeah. People still do. I put up a picture of uh, an, uh, a meme of Patti LaBelle, and someone was like, not Aretha. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, baby. <laughs> oh, no, baby. <laughs> you about to get you up, baby. Yeah. Um, Since we're talking about all these queens, uh, Dionne Warwick has the best Twitter ever. That- Talk to talk <laughs> to them. So originally, it's like Will Smith coming on Instagram was yeah. the best thing ever, yeah, and definitely. you never really knew it. And now it's like Dionne Warwick, you never knew you, you never needed her knew. on fucking Twitter. Really, you never, bro. 
This old it's, ass woman is she hilarious. She dropping gems on it's Twitter. Immaculate. It's the clapbacks. Yeah, no, she'll, she'll <laughs> she call something. you out. Like when people say shit to her, um, I think somebody called her sis or something. I don't even know her. She girl. said something about I'm not your sis. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that I am not. I am not your family. <laughs> there was Straight one up, person like, that, that that corrected. She made a spelling mistake, and someone like correct her, and she was just like. Um, are you a professor? And then she tweeted right away. If you're an English professor, say you professor then. And it just started going on a rant about the guy. I was dying. I was dying. Oh, sick. Uh, she is. Uh, it's I to the point where her, her like, Twitter's so good that people are constantly not believing she's the one tweeting. And she's always like, it's me. She's constantly <laughs> making videos saying, guys, I don't know how many times I got to tell you this. <laughs> it is me. <laughs> I'm dead. Like, I think I realized that it's definitely her yeah. during the verses. Yeah. Because just the cheekiness that Patti LaBelle had, the cheekiness that Anita uh, Baker, was it Anita Baker? No, it wasn't Anita Baker. No, it was, Who uh, was it? No, it was Patti LaBelle and, um, wait, why don't we remember? Why are we blanking? <laughs> Oh my god. No, it wasn't Shaka Khan. Did 2020 even happen? <laughs> Anita Baker and um, Patti LaBelle? Was it Anita Baker? No. Was it? No. Patti LaBelle versus. Versus. Who was it? Gladys Knight. God damn. See, that's another one. Gladys Knight. Oh Knight's my god. Man. See, we always think Gladys Knight is Anita Baker. No, they're, they're just other. Like, Jesus. Wow. wow. It took us a while. Sorry, Miss. All that of is. America is just like they're <laughs> cringing right now, <laughs> screaming at their phones. It's Gladys Knight in the pimps. <laughs> just like, how don't you know it's uh, not what's it called, sweet potato pie versus the uh, uh, it was you know, banana cream pudding or whatever. I <laughs> still need to try <laughs> Patty LaBelle's pies. Apparently, those things are amazing. I heard they're really good, but that Quest know. Love story about were, Patty LaBelle's pies that he didn't get was immaculate. They're always sold out when I would try to go get them. Mm-hmm. Um, when they original, like when I lived there, when they first Yo, dropped, they were always sold out. She made buku money over the holidays. Really? I read it somewhere. I can't remember how much money she made from Patty LaBelle pie, but it was Where a lot. Where would she sell them? Like, no, they were sold at like, like in stores. stores. Like you in can get stores. them at Walmart and grocery stores. It's like Aunt Jemima or like mm-hmm. anything like that. Like it's just a, it's just a name. It's just a wow. brand. Yeah. And it came from just feeding her celebrity friends like all the time. Like she loves making big, well, big dinners. She had like cooking shows and she had like little cooking segments mm. where she would just show off her like Patty LaBelle home cooking. Didn't she have like some Patty LaBelle seasoning or fried chicken seasoning? Or I'm not like too that? sure. I think she had like, more than just the pies. Yeah, she has a line of like different uh, food and Patty LaBelle approved food ingredients like like how they have that Chuck Norris approved shit. Yeah. Toronto There's, like, needs Patty that. LaBelle approved so and so. Toronto needs that. Like who, who artists branching out into doing other, other things. things like that are like like we, we this can, is Cardinal Ofishel, like, <laughs> and he's a and he's a ref. Yeah, this is an official <laughs> product stamped I mean, by Cardinal. I've always Ofischer. wanted to be a ref. <laughs> Party could definitely do some type of like hot sauce or something, like something very Caribbean. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a dope show we could put together, maybe like a, a show called I Do More or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like find out all these artists' like interests outside of music, yeah, and then put them into it. Just Absolutely. throw them in and just put the, put a camera on them. I like that. Mm-hmm. We gonna do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but speaking about, <laughs> I am so obsessed with Paris Hilton. <laughs> what again? What? What's okay. happening? First the doc, 
Then wrestling. you watched the sex tape. You told me you had a great I time. I watched the sex tape. <laughs> okay, here we She's go. She's like, Marlon, I downloaded a night in Paris. I'm like, oh, what? That's what it's called? Yeah. That's what it's called. That's what it's called? That's what it's called? Yeah. I don't even know if I'm allowed to speak on it, but like. What do you have, a cease and desist from Paris Hilton? but no. It's something that's coming to a major streaming service. Uh, she's getting her own cook, cooking show. You're excited. And Look I watched you. the sizzle of it today, and I was dying. She <laughs> called it like, a sizzle. <laughs> no, it's a she's sizzle She's deep in the industry. We lost her. No, man. She had the I've been in there working and in marketing. Stop <laughs> it. Sizzle. It's a cooking show with a sizzle. With a sizzle. Huh? I watched yeah. the sizzle. <laughs> The Paris Hilton cooking show sizzle is hilarious. It really freaking is. Because is you know amazing? how she acts like, how she's so stupid? Does she play into that? Yes. Oh, okay. That is And be so good. she's like cooking all these things. She's like, let's make lasagna. And she just like, da- she takes the big, you know, the salt, whatever. And she just sprays it. And it goes all over the shit. And she's like, oh shit. And then like, she just takes this big glob of cheese and she's like, Boom, and just threw it onto the lasagna. And then wow. she's like, I don't know what this is for, but let's try this. She's smart, man. And then she was, like, cooking in these, like, biker gloves. Um, and her sister <laughs> was doing, like, the sizzle with her and was like, why do you have these gloves on? She was like, well, they're my DJ gloves. They're my this gloves. They're my having fun oh my gloves. They're my cooking gloves. They're my this oh my. The same <laughs> like, hair? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's bacteria. Well. That's <laughs> got the Ronas all over the gloves. Wow. That's disgusting. But yeah, like I don't know. She's I think, smart though. Man. I'm, I'm excited for what it. What network is that? Uh, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be Netflix. If anybody works for Netflix, I'm sorry if I just spilled the beans. But mm. it was like in a deck, so <laughs> she's having like all these different guests and stuff like that, like all her celebrity, celebrity friends, friends yeah. and shit like that. That's um, smart, still. That's very and smart. And so I don't know. I just thought it was a hilarious because you mm. know she's not a chef, but yeah. like she's there cooking, yeah. and she's like, I don't even know what the fuck this is, but and they're like, Oh yeah, put the beans on it. And she just opened the can and she just dashes it on top of yeah. the like nachos. Like <laughs> that's the thing. She's yeah. just like. <laughs> Half the people watching these cooking shows, even though it was a pro teaching them, they're going to be doing it the exact same way Paris Hilton yeah, would be doing it anyways. Fact. Especially so her there's audience. that relatability yeah. that people would be drawn to. Yeah. If she doesn't drop a hot sauce called That's Hot, she's missed out on a bag. Oh my oh, God, yeah. I am getting in she's contact with her it. marketing people. Yeah. <laughs> she's missed out on a bag. She missed out on a bag right she there. That's that. She made that line a I'm hot I'm pretty line. sure it already happened. That's hot. Like somebody has something called That's Hot. Or they've trademarked it. Probably. She hasn't already. No, she trademarked that's hot way wait, back wait, wait, wait. when she was Kim she trademarked that's hot okay, she's literally she the creator of that's hot yeah that's like she, nah, she, she made it a hot song though yeah, she no, made it a hot song who do you know was saying I think the black community hot. made it a hot line she made it a hot song um a hot right. song yeah that's what this is saying oh okay <laughs> 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 she looked at me like who uh, was it a hot song I know she there was made a song, a song before. She's got songs. You're about to <laughs> She's about to sign into Warner. <laughs> Guys, tell me who. <laughs> we need to sign Paris Hilton. Seeing Alicia in the boardroom fighting <laughs> music. They'll be Yo. like, wait, aren't you the same one that came in like, black everything? <laughs> and now you're like. Paris Guys, Hilton. We need, we need Paris. Paris Hilton to make the new MMG tagline. Oh yes. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> it's m- 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 Maybach music. music. That's hot. It's hot. Totally, <laughs> totally hot. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah. yeah! It's 2021. Woo! 
New year, bitches. Motherfucking new year. New year. Same, same everything. Fucking co-workers. <laughs> him same manager. It's same tar. <laughs> same bills. Oh. Rent was due on the first. Y'all niggas got the same house. I haven't <laughs> seen you since last year. Wow. Y'all even got the same cells. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> not much has changed, but the weather. Life still sucks. <laughs> Is that where you're at right now? What? <laughs> Is that where you are right now? Yeah. Through jokes, they say there's truth. Right? No, life is great, but life also sucks. Like, it's everything. No, I know? get it. I completely get that. So, No, because life is weird. I think is? life is weird right now. Not even talking about pandemic. Just people. Yeah. As a about as the aliens. <laughs> yo, yo, <laughs> yo! I've got somewhere. I've got some new information, guys. Well, Wait, me and my barber got into oh. it. Oh no, not barber! Yeah. Barber alien talk now. Barber oh, alien shit. talk is also Jamaican alien talk. Oh which no! Is no. <laughs> oh man, there's like you guys mix like a little duppiness with the Dog, alien shit. My like, barber said the most profound shit to me because. Right. Okay, I got into past lives TikTok. Okay. <laughs> past lives TikTok is essentially people talking about having memories of their past life or kids, their kids who have memories of their past life. So I saw one, and the lady's just basically talking about how her kid, um, there was a video of 9 11 playing, mm-hmm. and her kid's like, I was in that building. Oh, and wow. mom's like, Oh, really? Yeah, what happened? He's like, The floor got really hot. I jumped up onto a desk, and my my people I work with jumped onto a desk because the floor was really hot. And then we were trying to get out, but there was fire. And so I jumped out the window and flew away like a bird. I'm like a bird. This kid's like five years old, six years old. Doesn't <laughs> know what crazy. 9-11 That's is. freaking me out. Bro. <laughs> I'm looking at you like, yo, man, don't tell me this shit. Bro. <laughs> Bro. It's too early in the year, Marty. Don't be telling me this shit. So he's like, he's like, no. oh, I, I jumped out the window, mm-hmm. and I flew away like a bird, Right. Watched another TikTok. Um, it's another woman talking about how her kid, um, basically, like, the dad was changing the diaper. The kid's, like, I don't know, one and a half years old or some shit. And can't, like, probably said one or two words by now, right? <laughs> kid, dad's changing the diaper. Kid talks to the dad and says, I used to do this when you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> then the kid grows up. And pointed himself out. He claims he's the grandfather. Pointed himself out in pictures. Named his sisters and all his family. That most of which are dead and he's never met. Yeah. Named them all. Then there was another day where the the mom was like, must have been making him a snack or something, and he was going outside to play. And he's putting on his sneakers and he's just shaking his head like to himself and just smiling. And she caught him doing it. And she's like, "What? What are you smiling about? What's up?" And he's just like, "I just can't believe I get to do this again. Can you believe it?" And he just runs outside. And I'm just like, that's beautiful. Okay, yo, <laughs> wow. we have the one who's sitting in the room. That's beautiful. That's doppy. <laughs> I hope you're that. That's the movie Soul, <laughs> bro. Okay. I haven't watched it and because I, you didn't send the link. I did send. Oh yeah, I didn't he work inside the thing, so I sent it. And then he asked, "Yeah, the, okay, my bad. I sent it to you tonight." Um, I was gonna subscribe. You're gonna to cry Disney tonight. <laughs> you're gonna oh. cry tonight. Don't worry. It's good. Um, it's good. So then I watched the third one. And it's a lady, she's like, so um, some 9-11 commercial came on. And the mom's, the daughter's just like, what, what, why did they do that? Like, why did those bad people do that? 
And she's like, I don't know, baby. Like, you know, sometimes people just do bad things. She's like, mom, I was in that building. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? Kid's like six years old, obviously. And she's like, what are you talking about? And the kid's like, I was a firefighter and my name was John. And I ran up the stairs to save. I ran into the building to save people. And I saved a couple people and I went up another floor and then I got trapped by the fire. And I could nobody screaming and nobody could hear me. And so I jumped out the window and I flew away like a bird. So there's two kids that were flying ways like birds. There's two kids that jumped out of the window of 9-11 that apparently flew away like a bird. That's crazy. That don't know each other. It's creepy. <laughs> it's creepy as fuck. I think it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful as hell too. It gives me hope. Real, I know. Real, real I'm fake. Come back you know again, what I'm and again and again and again and again. Because I'm like, where, where was your source? What did you get? This real from? fake. I'm like, I don't mind. <laughs> like, yeah. this is great. I mean, I've been told. I've been told. Like, I went to one of those. I don't know what they're called. Seance like, for future teller, whatever the fuck was she it a was. Seance? A fortune no, teller? I don't know what they're called. But she came Palm to reader. like. I don't know. She came to my house and she read like all of us or whatever. And she said that I've been here before. Um, and she was just like, you're not a new soul. Like, this isn't your first life that you've lived. So I don't I, know. I told you she guys about some the Miss Cleo shit, though. Like, you didn't feel Miss Cleo vibes with her. Like, she was in terms of like my future. She told me a bunch of. St- well, in terms of both, like she really did know a lot of my history um, in terms of like, like my father. But she actually knew a lot about my mom like whole situation and stuff like that. Um, in terms of my future, um, a lot of it like essentially came true. I mean, yeah. mm. <laughs> uh, was it self-fulfilling prophecy or was it something that happened naturally? Um, I mean, it could have been just destined to happen in general, but I mean, there are certain things that just really raised a flag. That she shouldn't have known? Yeah, some of it was just like, hmm. But then, like, looking back after it already yeah. happened, I'm just like, dang, didn't that lady say that that was going to happen? But in regards to my mom, I think the best one was my mom's. Um, and just in terms of, like, her dad, like, shit that happened with her dad and her dad's death and, like, um, even <clears> her, <throat> I don't know why my mom is always around people when they die, like, or she's always the one. Yeah, she's really always the one around people when they die or whatever. Mm. And um, also her... <clears throat> Her grandmother died on her wedding day. And, like, there was just, like, so much things. I can't remember the exact details, but I just remember there were so many different things that she was bringing up that, like, really triggered my mom. Like, dang, like, how did you know that? Like, I don't really talk about that or whatever. So (laughs) I um, watched that stuff. I've talked about this on this show before about watching certain people's lives after someone close to them dies. Yeah. There's something that always happens that's, like, life-changing or profound or, like, they just... They're propelled into success somehow, and mm-hmm. it's almost un- inexplicable. Like, there's really no reason why it happened at that moment. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, I watched it with Meg. Mm-hmm. I watched it with the baby. Mm-hmm. I've I've just seen the pattern with so many different people. I've seen it with myself. Like after that girl, I've, I've shared it on here as well, where the girl told me like in my past life I was a king. Mm-hmm. Um, TJ, my, who was my best friend, my roommate, mm-hmm. was actually my best friend in then yeah that that time too. In my right hand man, like my mm-hmm. number one like hitman basically and how uh i always loved lions and everything that i owned had lions on it and whatnot and i'm like looking at my chain i'm like what the fuck's going on and And i love lions and i'm a leo and she's just like and you drowned that's how you died is how Mm. is you drowned and i'm 
terrified of, of even trying to learn how to swim. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with Man, it. Man, if you know that you drowned in your past life, there would be more reason to go For learn For you to go swim. and learn how to swim, Not right? necessarily. It's death at the end of the day. <laughs> like, I, I didn't beat it. If, because you know like, how people get let's scared, say you they learn have how to stories of like, my dad threw me into the water and I just... Learned. Well, let's say you learn. Imagine you learn how to swim. <laughs> Why let's, I just let's imagine hypothetically you learn how to swim. Yeah, and then because you knew how to swim, you decided to go save somebody while they were drowning, mm. and that was the t- moment in time. So then, so even more reason to not learn how to swim because I won't put myself just, just in a position. Stay away from water. You stay away. Exactly. Don't even take baths. Is what I tell people because you I, may drown in a bathtub too. Listen, it's a lot, um, and so. <laughs> <laughs> That got really dark. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, put on the orange film, rose-colored glasses. Red wine's starting to get rosy. <laughs> but yeah, no, me and my, um, and, and Soul really brought that back, like me just thinking about, you know, deja vu mm-hmm. and um, researching yeah, how people think. Like there are people who, I've seen this on TikTok as well, there's this thing called Parallel, um, Parallel Universe, mm-hmm. a hashtag or something like that. And people who have dreamt, multiple people I watched who have dreamt, and in the dream, they were there for six, seven months, a mm. year. And they're like, I had a family, I had a life, I had a job, I had friends. Everything was so different from my real life, but I still remembered my real life. Mm-hmm. And like, I couldn't tell anybody that every time I told people I was dreaming, they thought I was crazy. And I, One girl even had to, ended up having to go to a therapist in her dream because people thought she was she was lying about dreaming. Yeah. And so and then when she woke up it was just like obviously just one night. But she's like, "Bro, it like it like felt forever. like so real and it felt mm-hmm. so like it felt like 6 months, you know yeah. what I mean? I've never had a dream that felt like any time like that oh, even crazy. close that has crazy. happened. That's nuts." Yeah. And for multiple people who don't know each other to say that, that's really weird. This other girl said she gone to a car crash. Got out the car, was ready to take down the information, all that, and the car just drove off. And she looked at the car as driving off, not a scratch, not a dent, nothing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I hit this car. She's like, I hit it, hit it, hit it. I didn't dream it, I didn't imagine it, nothing. She looked at her car when she pulled off to the side of the road, car's perfectly fine. And she's like, I feel like I was somewhere else yeah. when it happened. And it didn't happen here. Mm-hmm. And it was weird. And so I'm talking to my barber about all this, and he's just he looked at me just like and my barber, you know how Jamaican barbers are. They'll, they'll go off about the most, it, they'll go on some tangents. crazy tangents. Yeah. And he yeah. looked at me and he's just like, what is your body made out of? And I'm like, like 90% water. water. He's like, yeah, mostly water, right? So when you die, they put you in the ground, you evaporate, become gases or whatever, go up into the sky, and then what does it do? It rains. He's like, I don't like going outside because when I go outside, I say it's raining dead people. Oh my gosh. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's like, raining men. <laughs> dead people, it's raining men. <laughs> dead people. <laughs> but it's, I was like, that makes a lot of fucking sense, though. I'm like, realistically, that that's. So you're saying Disney probably had Probably what run. happens. It's not raining cats and dogs, it's raining <laughs> dead people. Exactly. That's okay. essentially what I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So dead yeah. people are what help plants grow. Hey, and then they say that they say that trees <laughs> they say that trees it's communicate with each other in like the jungle and the forest. So if trees will connect their roots underground, and if there's a tree like two kilometers away, as long as it's connected to 
one tree that recognizes what's going on, mm-hmm. that tree can send nutrients to the dying tree. Wow. And people, obviously, you've, when you're taking shrooms, you've heard people talking about trees talking to them, trees yeah. communicating, trees having a, a like a human-like essence to them. Yeah. I believe that. And I'm just like, yo, all Man, this shit. Next level. I'm like, all this shit. I mean, that's why they say, like. <laughs> it's really you, weird. If you want to get grounded and stuff like that. Put like, your feet in the grass. But also, um, like, hug trees, just touch mm. trees and shit like that. So when I was in uh, God Knows Where in Alberta, there was this big old fucking tree. Like, I'm talking huge, like a willow-ish kind of tree. Mm-hmm. And it had something to do with, like, the natives or whatever. And so I went over there, and I'm just like. <laughs> Hugging it, yeah. I was like, "Give me all, Give me the, all the energy." Tree hugger. <laughs> See, and no, but that Hug line right please. there, that line right there, that's what made me really think that there might be something about this because every cool, like actually cool thing or mm-hmm. like spiritual thing gets shunned or put a label on it as if people are, are crazy weird and, and weird, like mm-hmm. and I don't know who did that. Yeah, I can't. I, I I can only see it being movies and stuff that have done that. I don't see why people would look at someone who loves nature mm-hmm. and call them weird for it. I yeah. feel like it's tied to like almost like the wild or the uh, more bottles, more bottles. Oh man, my man! <laughs> oh, here we Intern go. It showing up twenty Intern. hours late. Oh, here we go. Intern, happy bottles. New Year, my guy. Happy New <laughs> happy Year, New Year, bro. Year G. All right, thank you. We got we got some barefoot, some barefooters, some cab salve. Um, cab salve. You and my sister needs to talk. I've figured out that she's a little weirdo as well. Mm. <laughs> nice. She was like, she went. She uh, over the holiday, she went to buy a, a big mirror um, from Walmart, and so she brought it into her room, and where she placed it, it's in front of another mirror, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh my gosh, Alicia, I've opened up a portal to the universe." Oh another God. realm whatever it's called parallel or whatever i'm like what are you talking about she's like when you face two mirrors across it allows like things to come in and the spirits are able to come in here and then she was going on about all this other shit and i was just like you need to talk to marlon because this is like right <laughs> up his lane and i very superstitious she was like you never watched this movie and you've never seen this and this happens and i'm like girl no <laughs> No. We're going to make a little call right now. Please state your name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to connect. Are we Google calling Voice? my sister? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to call somebody right now. We'll get to the bottom of this. Please state your name after the tone, and Google Ooh. Voice will try to connect you. Blood clot grave him on. Boy, that's some serious security feature. Huh? He's got to tell you who it is before you can reach him? I th- Well, Google Home, I guess. Probably announces it throughout the house. Blood, Blood clot, clot creamy, man. It's calling. It's calling. <laughs> oh, you better pick up. Hope they don't have kids. Blood clot creamy, man. It's calling. They're probably not answering him because it's blood Hello? Hello? <laughs> I'm guessing you heard the name. I did. I Blood clot gravy I man is calling. <laughs> I've never had a uh, international call, so I never. I was like, "Calling me from jail? What's happening?" I, I've never called international. Calling from jail is hilarious, but no, we are calling from mental slavery. Um, <laughs> welcome, Ivory. 
Ivory uh, is a lovely young lady, Ivory Maddox. She is, uh, if you guys want to follow her on Instagram, intuitive underscore II. She is a, well, you tell it. <laughs> I was hoping you would. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so this is the first time I've ever actually talked to my, talked about myself publicly. Um, so if I mess up, I'll just, you know, go There's back. There's no here. messing up here. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, so I am a psychic card reader and I'm not exclusively a psychic card reader. I'm a, just a psychic. I pick up on a lot of different things. I've had soulmate readings. I've done past life readings. I specifically, I think my strength is probably uh, life path readings. Mm. I pick up on those that you see. Um, and I've been doing this for like a year and a half now. <laughs> yes. And I've like uh, helped people get uh, spirits out of their house. I've helped people cleanse their bodies and their auras and stuff. So I've only been doing this for a year and a half. So it's for me really, really important for people to know that like it takes as long as you like exercise your intuition, it's it's very easy to become psychic. It's very very much natural. So wait, are you saying that essentially everyone has it in them? Like, when did it happen for you? Uh, I would probably say for me, that's that's kind of a hard and very very loaded question. Only because, um, yes. I truly believe that everybody is psychic on some level. Now, if you never use it, if you never trust your intuition, then it'll just be like that quote unquote gut feeling that you get every once in a while, whenever Mm. you're about to make a bad decision or something, but it can advance to what it is that I do. Um, For me, I think it kind of, whatever I sat up in my brain and was like, you know what, there might be uh, something to this was probably whenever I was, in high school and I was actually taking a test and I was sitting there just, you know, focusing on the test because I'm not a good test taker. <laughs> and so I was thinking really hard about the test and stuff. And someone walked into the room, like a teacher walked into the room and was talking to someone, talking to my um, other teacher that was in the room. And there was this weird knowing that I, something in my brain said, the phone is for you. And I was like, what the, what are you talking about? Like, and I just ignored it because I was trying to take a test. And then the phone rings in the room and the teacher goes to the phone and, you know, whispers on the phone or whatever and goes, Ivory, it's for you. Go to the office. Oh. And at that point, I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracy Ivory has yeah. entered the room. Nice. Oh, please, yes. <laughs> yeah, all so, about that. So out of nowhere, it just tapped into some random freq- psychic frequency that you had no power um, or control over. Uh, yes and no. Uh, if you, Like I said, if you ignore it, if you just let it go and don't trust your intuition, it can be very, very seldom that you have those feelings and gut emotions to, like, go towards. But because of the fact that I, I literally, like... In, Stuff like that, that's the only thing that I remember, like, significantly happened. But stuff like that used to happen to me all the time growing up. And I just constantly was like, uh, what is happening to me? (laughs) Yeah, for a little while. But my family has always been really, uh, what's this, uh, 
what's the S word that I'm trying to think of right now? Superstitious? Uh, no. <laughs> yes, yes. Is it superstitious? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said F word. I was no, like, S, S, S. oh, S. S. I was like, fuck? I just, <laughs> no, I'm S like, isn't fucks? snake. Yeah. Um, superstitious. So I've always thought that, well, maybe I'm just super intuitive, which is exactly what it is. I only learned until recently, like a year and a half ago, whenever I started like researching this stuff, that really psychics, very, very strong psychics that have been doing this for 30, 50 years are just very, very strong and trustworthy um, intuitives, the mm. ones that really trust their intuition over everything. And that's whenever the more you do it, the more you'll look at people and be like, did someone just die in your family? And they'll look at you like, what are you talking about? How would wow. you ever know that? stranger <laughs> yeah and i've done stuff like that before and so and do people me, do people shun you for that at all like do you ever find yourself like if you because i i know for me in my personal experiences with people telling me like i've had someone tell me about my past life and like um the certain angels yeah. that are around me and watching me and, and like, and, how do they know that? Does it like pop into their head like some raven vision? Like, yeah, like I, I feel like, like. How does it come to mind? Like, like I always wondered the process of like how a vision comes to. Yeah, mind. I would love to know what moves what moves you to feel the need to say it because I would feel like you probably run into that situation um, pretty frequently, but there's only certain times that you actually act on it. Is that how it, is that how it works? Uh, yes, <laughs> basically, yes, because um, I, I can read people pretty well. I mean, obviously, but I can read people as in like, as an empath, I'm able to really like gauge people's auras and understand if they're more of a left brain or logical person versus someone that's very right brain or very, you know, philosophical mm -hmm. or artistic and, you know, if woo, they're going to be open to you know, receiving I, the information, basically. Exactly. Okay. And so for me, I'm able, especially now, I'm able to understand, like, if people are able to receive that information, like you said. But some people really will surprise you. Some of the most stern and left brain people are like, yeah, I believe in spirits. I talk to them all the time. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, some people can really surprise you just because they're really good at protecting their energy. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I just kind of gauge that way. But to answer your other question, which I find really important to answer, is um, how do I receive messages is basically what you're asking. Mm -hmm. um, there are, what is it, five players, I believe it is. I always get this wrong, and I always forget one, so maybe later in our conversation I'll probably just shout one randomly out. Mm -hmm. But, but um, so have you ever heard of the players, any of you? The what? The flares or players, players like Claire, Claire, as in like, oh, Claire. like a, like a white, know, like a white girl, like a white girl, <laughs> like the store, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sky said, like white, like girl. a white girl, <laughs> like a white woman named Claire. Claire's, like there's definitely Claire Huxtable than like oh. all black people. <laughs> I, I, I thought of Claire Danes right away. Like, Claire Daniels. Yeah, yeah, that's Claire's. Fact. Yeah. That's fact. But yeah, so there's clairvoyant, which mm. is the gift of seeing so for me i used to think it was like you could see ghosts and see dead people but i learned that clairvoyant also means that spirit will give you either images will give you like clips of movies that you watch to give you messages wow. to help you decipher like specific 
like messages they want you to give to either another person or just to you. And it'll be so specific. It'll be like, uh, what you were talking about before, Marlon, the three through threes and the two two twos. Like, it'll be those types of messages, like a specific clip or a specific image in my head that is like, oh, okay, I know exactly what you're saying. So that's clairvoyancy, wow. um, clairaudiency. It's the gift of hearing. So you can hear spirits um, and hear people that aren't there. That's why sometimes if you're in a completely like empty room you'll hear someone say your name or say like hey or maybe you'll just catch the middle of a conversation of like people talking whenever again no one's there and that's also clear audience there's like deeper meanings to all of this i'm just giving the basics basically um what are the other couple oh claire cognizance which is the gift of knowing that's what i first had and that's why it was so hard for me to determine on my own that I was psychic at such a young age mm. because the gift of knowing for me was always just I knew stuff that I shouldn't have known or that like the story I just told about um like the phone ringing and I knew that it was going to be for me yeah. it's just those knowings that you just absolutely know for a fact is true that you would have no business knowing otherwise it's that is clear cognizance and um and it's it's it's, what did it's I say? not Four out now? of the it's not out of the realm of possibility for psychics to be wrong like you can like you can go on you can oh, have yeah. a feeling absolutely. about something and it could be wrong correct absolutely it could be misguided you could be reading your own energy wrong or you could also if that's why i always say if you're going to get an in person reading let me know if you want someone to be with you otherwise it'll just be the two of us because I can also read other people's energies, even if they're across the room mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to be reading the person that's in front of me. I'll be like, you have problems with your mother, don't you? And they'll be like, what are you talking about? And the person that's like standing on the corner on their phone will like look up really quick. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> you need <to> <laughs> you're like Mel Gibson and what woman wants. It's just like hearing don't all be talking these about different my business. things. <laughs> no, you don't know crazy. me. Right? You um, don't know me. Like that. <laughs> So that was that was three. You did the uh, see, the hear, and, and then the knowing. the knowing. There's two more. I always forget to. Oh yeah, she and said I, she I she forgot, forgot the fourth one. She said she was gonna um, see if she remembers it for later on. But yeah. Um, so wait, I have a question. Um, how do you essentially strengthen like this intuition stuff? Because I believe that I'm a little, you know what I'm saying? Same. Like, yeah. no, same. no, I really do. Like I really have situations that I look up and I'm just like, dang, like I knew this was going to happen yeah. or yep. I seen it in a dream and yep. it already happened. Yep. Like same. Yeah. You're not crazy. That you're happens psychic. with me a lot. I'm a little something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> My girlfriend has threatened to leave me because it happens so often. <laughs> She's honestly like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. It happens all the time for me. So like, how would I be able to in- strengthen it? Cause after the fact that it happens, I'm like, dang, like I knew this was going to happen, but I didn't like act on it yeah. or I didn't, you know what I mean? You didn't Raven Simone situation. No. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so I'm glad that you asked that. That's actually a part of the message. I know I told Marlon before that I have messages for all three of you. Your specific message, I don't know. Do you want me to get into it right now or should we not? Do it. <laughs> Let I'm, it be known. Let it be known. Do, yeah. do, do it. Do it. I want to hear this reading, man. Okay. I want to know, I know what you see, girl. I want to know what you see for all of us. 
in 2021. Okay, okay. Alicia, specifically, I'm glad you asked that because that (laughs) is a great way to piggyback onto into the next topic that I wanted to get into uh, for your specific reading that I uh, that I got messages for, which is your super super psychic. Like you are like on the level of me psychic. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, I knew no. it. Oh, she knew that she knew it. it. Give me the lecture, on my son. She knew that she'd been knowing. <laughs> Yeah, no, my mom, she was like, you know what, since you're going to be talking to them, why don't you go back through some of the episodes when they talked about spirituality? And I did, and I remember you specifically talking about you uh, talking to a psychic whenever you were really, really young, and her saying to you that um, that you were psychic and that you were just afraid of it, which I can attest to because there are parts of psychic abilities that are extremely scary mm-hmm. and you don't ever want to try and get into because you don't want to like hear things when they're not there you know yeah. and you I don't want to like <laughs> yeah yeah there. alicia you're you're explaining <laughs> alicia perfectly because <laughs> that would fuck her up in the house by herself but no this is expiring because this is the moment where you could be like oh my god i'm not crazy i'm yeah. just psychic, psychic. <laughs> alicia <Yeah>. simone <laughs> no, yeah. I, I used to I say i looked like her when so i was a kid <laughs> Um, I, uh, in so many different situations, like different podcasts I listen to, or just like different movies or whatever, I see people that are like, I just have this weird sense. And I'm like, you're psychic. I swear you're psychic. Like, you need to understand that. People, people don't know that that is possible on a smaller scale. They think either you have the gift or you don't have the gift, period, the sentence. And that's not at all how it works. At least for me. Now, I just want to have a disclaimer out there that I don't speak for every psychic in the entire world because of the fact that spirituality is so fluid Mm -hmm. and it really is just a personal interpretation based upon every different situation that you go through. I have learned so much specifically just through giving people readings. Like I, I learned so much like, Oh, you were this in a past life and you did this. What? Like, and now you can bring that forward to this life. Like you can bring so much karma into this life. And even karma can also be transferred into another life. Like you may not, you may stab someone in the face in this life and not reach the karma of it until the, the next, next life. life. Like wow. I never knew that until doing readings and listening to psychic podcasts. So that's also like you are extremely psychic. <laughs> And it's really important for you to exercise your intuition. And one thing that I explain to people, like, I've never really been in any interview situation, but people ask me, like, whenever I finally say, you know, I'm psychic or like my past, like, exes have been like, yeah, she's psychic. Did you know that? They'll ask me so many questions. And one thing I always say is, if you want to be intuitive, if you, if you want to actually become psychic, you can. You just have to exercise that muscle because your intuition, like I say, everyone has it. It's just a muscle that people don't exercise. It's mm. like you exercising your, you know, arm muscles. If you don't ever exercise, you won't do push-ups. I'm sorry, my guy. You're not yeah. doing push-ups. So <laughs> it's, the same thing. it's the same exact thing whenever it comes to your intuition. You have to trust it more often. And it can be on a smaller scale. So you asked me how. So 
one thing that I always say, like my mom really wants to try and exercise her intuition is small scales such as like putting your phone on vibrate and then turning it over whenever you're it's on the table or something. And if someone calls or texts you, try to intuit what it might like, who it might be or <laughs> what it sick. might be. That's, that's so sick. Well, with that's me, a really like with me. I don't have my notifications on for anything, and for whatever reason, I always pick up my phone when I know somebody like messaged me. Especially on Snapchat is really weird. Mm. On Snapchat, if it's specific, like not everybody, but like specific people actually mm. like really soul like, ties, right? Like mm. <laughs> I don't know about mm. that. Soul well, ties. I did it with current <laughs> current situation a lot. Like I knew that he would message me on Snapchat. Ooh. Current situation. This, this, this. Uh, which is the past situation. Yes, a situation which is, doesn't she exist. Evol- to me. Should she go back to that situation? <laughs> no, I Ooh. should not. Oh yes. Ooh. <laughs> Please let us know about her no, no, no. situation, past situation. The past situation. The past situation. When he would message me on Snapchat, like, and even one of my friends, he did it recently a couple times. I would just pick it up and I would like go on Snapchat and it would be like a new message five minutes ago. And you already ago, knew two it. Minutes ago. And I just knew that there was something there. And that's the same with like my text. Like I don't really text people a lot, but I essentially know when there's a text there even though like, I, love I have no notification and stuff like it. that but yeah i do that all the time like i always know when people have messaged me essentially you're training um, without knowing it yeah like aria stark mm. yes <laughs> oh, for sure you are it's just about um wax on, wax it on bigger since, since you already have that like basis level of like exercising your intuition like on those smaller scales what you need to do is i don't know why spirit is telling me this but I feel like you, like, when you're driving, you think about taking another route and you don't. Or, like, you think about going to get some food before you go home and you don't. And then whenever you finally get home or you finally take your normal route, there's a whole shit ton of traffic. Or when you finally get home, you realize you're hungry and you're too tired to make food. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Like, on bigger scales, you have to trust your intuition a little bit more. And that doesn't mean that you're always going to be right when you trust your intuition. That just means the more you trust it, the better you'll be at being right. That's mm-hmm. basically what that means. Mm, a bar. That. A bar. That. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Ooh, the more you <laughs> trust your intuition, the better you'll be at being right. I actually Ooh, said. Ooh, dang. Uh-huh. She's down my spine. I actually said after um, the last situations like whatever that i was going to start trusting my intuition more because i've always believed that i've known i seen things. you tweet that yeah i think probably. i seen you tweet that so like, can yeah, i just I'm say gonna... something real quick yeah mm-hmm. go ahead can i just say real quick just because um alicia you're talking about uh you're going to trust yourself more uh so one thing that i'm getting a lot of is that so on a bigger scale now i understand what that means now uh, on a bigger scale, such as your relationships, I feel like in every bad relationship you've been in, you always knew it was going to be bad before even really knowing that person very well. She said that. Am I wrong or right? If I'm wrong, that's okay. <laughs> oh, man. She you, said that. You are a sadist, man. You, you good. You know it, and you still go into it. Mm, like mean, most women. Talk about it. And, <laughs> and now that doesn't necessarily mean like, you saw the red flags and ignored them. No, I mean, like, upon meeting them the first date, you were like, don't do it. Like, your intuition was like, 
they're not going to be good for you. And you were like, hmm, I don't know what that means. But, then you, right? have, but you have and hope. That's why. Oh, man. Yeah, I have hope. Yeah. Have no, hope I definitely. For humanity, and that's a beautiful thing. It happens, like, yeah. literally pretty much all the time with people, like, with men and stuff like that. I'll be like, hmm. That's why I don't always... Um, Indulge. Yeah, like even with people with dates and shit like that, I'd be like, huh, because I don't think it's worth it or whatever, but I definitely know. And then even when it's nearing the end, like for not necessarily nearing the end, but about to get to that point. But I start getting like very, very emotional. And um, I just know, and I start, my anxiety starts going from like, you know, whatever to like crazy. And then that's when I know, like, okay, like, I got to either do something. A lot of times I'll try to like ignore it or whatever, but I know that there's something wrong all the time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Your body knows before you do. Mm-hmm. And that's always true in every situation. Your body, <laughs> people are so, like, humans are very <laughs> primitive. <laughs> humans are so primitive. Your body will always know before you do. I've got, one time I got out of a terrible, terrible relationship years ago, and I had so many pimples, so much acne, relationship, and even the worst breakup I had with him, I, my face cleared up, and I think like a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard that your body so many times. Up. I've heard that so many Your times from different people. Knows. Absolutely. That's wild. They always I say when you stress over love, like a Filipino, a common Filipino superstition is if you're stressing over love, you get pimples and zits. So like when they see a zit, they're like, oh, oh are you stressing? in love? Oh my oh. God. Shit, so. I stay stressing. <laughs> Since I was like, Got a new proactive commercial. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I don't think I've ever told you guys, but when my ex got that girl pregnant and he, um, he called me, and he was going to tell me that there was something wrong. So originally that day, I was on my way home, and I didn't get the message. Like, he, his message didn't go through yeah. or something, or I didn't see it or whatever the case may be. So I was, like, walking on my way home um, for a break. For whatever reason, in the middle of the day, I was like, I need to go home. So I started walking, and he called me, and he was Do like— Do you normally go home on break? I would go home, but, like, I never had, like, a specific time. And that was still earlier in the day. Usually, if I would go home, it would be later because I would mm. be tired. And I'd be like, let me take a nap. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but, like, this was earlier in the day, like, maybe 11 or something and you just like felt that. And I just home. got to work at probably, like, 10 o'clock. So, it was, yeah. like, 1130. I was like, I need to go back home for whatever. So, I'm, like, walking home because I live down the street. And he had um, called me and... He had sent a message. I don't know. I just never seen it. And um, he was just like all in the car just looking. And I was just like, what's up? Did you get a girl pregnant? And he w- he thought I was joking. And then he was like, yeah, I did. You and said he was that? Like, yeah. And he was like, did you? He, he said something about his message. He was like, yeah, like like I said in a message. I was like, what message? Woo! And then I looked at the message, like the text, and it was right there. And he hey. sent it before he called me, but I just never saw it. Hey, yo. And I was like, oh, okay. Hey, yo. So uh, that happened. And then even um, with past situation, I always knew that he was going to get into a car. Like, I had this feeling. I was like, he's going to get into a car accident. I had said to him before, I was just like, you know, like, I feel like you're going to get into a car accident one day. And then I remember, like, months, months later, um, or not even months later, I said it regularly, but one day it was me and him didn't talk for like probably a day or whatever, day mm. and a half. And I, for whatever reason, again, notifications off, yeah. I woke up 
out of nothing, like I was dead asleep, woke up at like 4.30 in the morning and I had just gotten a message from him that said I got into a car accident. And I was like... I knew you were going to get I told you. I didn't know when. I didn't know when. <laughs> you like, I told but you. But shit, nigga. I knew you was going to get in a car accident. Oh <laughs> and right. so let it be known. So I didn't gravy even like. Has a, we have our own psychic. Yes. Um, y'all niggas. Yeah, right. Y'all you on the podcast. Some bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we right. be seeing the news before the news be seeing us, nigga. Um, but yeah. But yes, Ivory, man. Yeah, yeah continue. No, no, yeah, please, please tell us. Please tell us. Please tell us Norm's message because. Uh, oh, um, man. I want to know. We want to know Norm's message really bad, and this is all so long distance for me. So, um, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> you could have got right. me to call. Oh what shit! Honest, uh, we'll call honestly, after if I get cut off. Right now, honestly, his was my his was the reason why I even reached out. Because Let's go! His message, Let's go! Oh, it's really juicy. <laughs> Pour some more wine. <laughs> oh shit! Let me open this open next bottle, man. Oh, oh man! man. Okay. He's gonna be usher, isn't he? Oh, He's gonna be the oh, next oh usher. We gotta go through four <laughs> bottles of wine before the first hour. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. Okay, here we go. I'm ready. Let's hear it. <laughs> so it's a, it's a couple of different things. So it's not any future foreign. I, I don't do a lot of that. Sometimes I have, but like not. Mm. We'll recently. take whatever we can get. But um, so this is, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, So your nephew that you always talk about. Yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not that. Um, so let me know if this resonates. But I'm almost positive. I got this message every single time you talked about him that he was your son in a past life and he followed you to this life. Oh, hey, yo, hey, man, yo, don't do this to me hey, right now, man. Yo, don't do this to me. Hey, yo, hey, yo, yo, oh, yo, man. yo, yo, hold on. Man. Oh, we'll mash up everything, you know, you know. We'll mash up everything with this Orbia, you know. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, 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 okay. Hold on, okay. everybody, calm down. Let's breathe. Hold, Let's get on, it back hold together. On, hold, Let's, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let's bring it back okay, in. Okay. Are you crying? Right. No, no. Did he no. take hey. off the rose-colored glasses because right, he's right. crying? <laughs> all right. Let me put it back on. Let me put it back on. Okay, continue. I feel like Norm has. Felt does it? This. Um, <laughs> well, that does res- it resonate at all? That resonates heavily. <laughs> I mean, I used to think I used to attest my relationship with my nephew to the fact that my father wasn't able to be a father, mm-hmm. um, and. You know, I felt bad for him, and I didn't want my nephew to go through a life without having, male you know, a male fig- father figure like I had, like I went through. So, I just made it my my duty. Your you duty know what I mean? To step my, up. Yeah, I, no, he I, I never took it as he is my son sure. in a past life, but that can make a lot of sense because my love for him is like exponential. It's, it's, it's I, I can't even believe it. Sometimes I'm like, who am I? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he's not. He's yeah, like, no, for sure. That's exactly. That makes sense that you say that because that's exactly what he was there. What he's there for is to help fill that. Um, not I don't want to say fill the hole, but it's to help you heal from your own childhood trauma and mm-hmm. also make you recognize that you have those childhood traumas to heal. Does that make sense? That's crazy. 100%. I, I, I that's totally crazy. see that. Now, like, and every every does that every time a soulmate comes into your life. They are there to specifically help you heal in your life in some way or help you learn something or guide you to something in your life. So for him, that is a part of his purpose. Now, when you guys, whenever he gets older, you'll kind of understand that more the closer that you get, you know, intellectually because he's, you know, so young and stuff. But that's he for sure was a 
uh, your son in the past life. I don't know if it was like the most recent or anything, but he for sure was the son, That's your so um, son. Actually, I would, I might even go length to say he might have been your favorite son in a, in a past <laughs> life. <laughs> or, I don't want to pick me for you. <laughs> no one would have a favorite. <laughs> I mean, Norm would between you would pick between your kids. Out of all of them, this is the one that smokes weed. I fucking love this kid. Oh, this is my favorite child. You followed me to another past life. That's why he was my favorite, man. So, so wait, let's let's talk about that for a second. Uh, does everyone eventually, at some point in their life, come into contact with people who are from their past life or soul ties or soul mates? Is everyone given? Is everyone awarded that opportunity? Absolutely, absolutely. And one thing that I really want to talk about whenever it comes to soulmates is that I remember you talked very early, very very early in uh, this podcast about how you didn't believe in uh, soulmates at the time because no one person belongs to one person, mm-hmm. and that is extremely true. But that is not how soulmates work. <laughs> yeah. And I think people get too caught up with the idea that, oh, there's just one person. Yeah. yeah, no, I've, I, no, I changed have... my view on soulmates. I call it soul yeah, ties sure. now. I call it soul ties because I'm like, yeah, so, it's just you're tied to each other so have... with your soul. But it doesn't necessarily mean that that was your lover or yeah. it could just be your friend. It could be an, like a father figure or whatever the case may there's be. There's a connection, yeah. though, at some point. Yeah. There, there was a crossing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you actually have a soul family, and that can be 10 to 20 to 50 to 80 different people, or not even people, different souls. Because realistically, you incarnate into several different roles with these people or with these souls. So it's never on a vibrational level. It is never personal, no matter if soulmates can be... um, a serial killer and one of his victims. It mm. can be as traumatic as a um, abusive father and his son. You know what I mean? Oh. And it can go into them both reincarnating into lovers and then reincarnating into siblings. Like wow. on a soul level, it is not in any way personal. It is just to um, elevate the experience experience of the soul and the um i guess kind of like education or yeah of of the soul so it can become higher in wisdom in a sense basically Mm. so it is never very personal and yes you have so many different types of soulmates they're not all romantic they are platonic karmic there's so many different ones Mm. and they are always every single one of them are all uh in alignment to whenever you meet them. So even if it's the worst time of your life and it's both of the worst times of your life, you are both meant to be there for a reason to either help each other out of it or have someone that you can be depressed with. You know what I mean? Like it's so many different ways. Intern was probably my slave master in a past life. (laughs) And so now we're just, we're doing a role reversal. <laughs> you must now learn the price of a servant. Oh, wow. <laughs> that boy used to whip me. No, no but speaking to that, is there such thing as like a, a negative soulmate, like somebody that's yeah. like that you're cursed? She with said, for the she rest said, of your life? oh, cursed with, like, yeah, like yeah. She said follow karma. you negatively. She said yeah. karma. Like your soul uh, is forever yeah, tied so to somebody with a negative energy. 
It's no. So I wouldn't, like I said, it's not personal. And that's coming from more like that question is coming from more of an egotistical um, view. So on a soul level, nothing is permanent. Everything is just for the experience. Basically going on a ride. If a ride scares you, that was just for the experience so you could do it. And now you can go on a ride that makes you feel better. Ah. You know what I mean? So never is it a bad experience or negative. The only time it's ever negative is if it's unwanted, such as like demons or like dark entities that are like possessing you yeah. or trying to possess. <laughs> like if those aren't necessarily like soulmates at all, those are just kind of happenings while you're on earth. So no, I wouldn't say so. Um, you may have soul contracts with beings that are, I wouldn't say beings, but with souls that uh, the contract is meant to be negative. Mm. I can say that much, but mm. as far as like, uh, like a specific personality constantly following you from life to life and just penetrating you with such despair and evil, that's no, that's, that's not really how, uh, it works basically. That's refreshing. It's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Somebody's heifers, man. I but don't generational know. traumas. Generational traumas. traumas. Well, she no, said that all. like a lot of those things are things you're supposed to just learn from. Like it's just like how people say, "Don't take them as take things as losses. Take them as lessons." Right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, everything always. that happens to you negatively, and I've always felt this way. Is like like yesterday someone was like oh every time something goes right something has to go wrong and I'm like oh those L's are just building character Murphy's you know what I mean like, <laughs> True. it's just building character honestly like no no win has made me a better person as yeah. much as loss none mm. not yeah. one win is gonna be make me uh, uh, more empathetic more um, understanding more forgiving all those things came from L's you need to understand Absolutely. the taste of bitter and sour to, under- to, to really appreciate Re- sweet yep you know yep that contrast. All right. That's so, absolutely true. Do you have Basically think a message of for like- the intern? <laughs> oh, no. I don't think I do. <laughs> he has no future. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Wrong music. But- oh, no, intern. You're a fresh baby. You're a fresh soul, baby. You're yeah. fresh. It's not that you don't have a past life. It's that this is the new life. You feel me? You're, you're, the, you're a pioneer. You are beginning he the past life. Isn't. You a soul pioneer. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Why are you yeah. grabbing a wine? He was like, fuck this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. You're going to invent the cure for cancer in the next life. <laughs> this is just a stepping stone, brother. Right, right. <laughs> well, the way that my psychic abilities work, specifically for me, now, every psychic is different, but um, for me specifically, I have to understand and know things about you before I even get messages ah, for you. So, so the intern basically has to I've, finish recording the episodes of his show that he's been teasing and then put them out into about the for universe. the whole time that I've been and here. And then other people can get to know him better, <laughs> in which point mm. he can get readings. Ah. Yeah. I see yeah, it all now. Yeah, or reading with me. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> book a reading, with or you can just book a reading. Intern, we can book a reading for the Patreon. <gasps> That's oh, there we go. There we go. You gotta pay for the intern's message, niggas. Yeah, <laughs> Patreon's gonna pay for this booking for this session. <laughs> I know she's gonna say you were winning the pool in her past life. <laughs> no, it's, oh. I know it's, this guy he was, was a queen bee back. In the- <laughs> 
Is this your intuition talking? <laughs> Queen B in his best life. He was Beyonce. <laughs> 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 oh man! Oh, I'm sorry, brother. I didn't mean to shit on your past life, brother. Uh, <laughs> all right, Ivory, continue. Sorry, sorry, sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, oh, the one thing I just wanted to put in there is, uh, think of lives like each life that you have, um, and you'll meditate maybe and like figure out maybe how many lives you have and stuff. That's all personal growth Ooh. that you can or cannot do. Ooh. But um. Of each life as a step, so you're going up every single life that you have, whether it's a bad life, a good life, an amazing life, king, queen, peasant, or servant. All of those things are always taking you up further in uh, basically spiritual enlightenment, higher vibration, and that's kind yep. of where you're, exactly you're going further and further into your vibration. So. It's never negative. Even if you had the worst life in the entire like history of everdom, you can't <laughs> you can't not elevate from that experience mm-hmm. and then move on forward and become a humbled soul or a soul that understands tribulation and strife and all of these things for you to be empathetic. An so empath told me that, that was my that was my purpose in this life is to learn humbleness. And like humbleness is what almost lack of humbleness. Humble yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> I, and it's a real shit. Like I needed to at certain points, like way earlier yeah. than when she told me. She's she told me that because she's like, you are already doing it. Just mm-hmm. keep, keep keep following on that path of humbleness it. or whatnot. And before yeah. I could have used that when I was twenty one, twenty, because <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> Come on, I, I, I want to know about Marlon's though. She, come on, I want to know Marlon's future. I want to know his she, past. <laughs> Please spill well, the beans. Pull up, boy. Pull up. I have one last message for uh, Norm. Just for it's just kind of for advice, but spirit gives it to me, so I don't know things. Um, so there are always messages. But I, for the last thing that I really wanted to push was it's kind of actually aligning a lot with uh, Elise's message which is that you actually, um, you're an empath. Do you resonate with that? Yes, he is. I was born. <laughs> oh, my God, he is. It's, it's ridiculous I mean, how much he okay. is. I, it scares me. Yeah, my through numerology, I found out that my, I was born within the week of the empath. So This guy is lines. so empathetic, I feel like a shitty person. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does hurt. Believe me, it, it, it's not a fun ride. But um, so with with saying that, uh, one thing as your quote unquote empathic power is that you can like literally step into a room and know everything about people. And it's not necessarily like a psychic ability. It's more of like a feeling. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Like you can meet someone for the first time and know that they are going to do you harm or know that they have the best interest for you. Does that resonate? Oh, one hundred percent. I'm vi- I'm I'm like vibes patrol, you know, all the time. Like I'm always on patrol when it comes to vibes. I thought you were gonna say vibes cartel. <laughs> <laughs> I am vibes cartel. <laughs> I am the Filipino vibes cartel. I was like, cartel. wait, what? <laughs> 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 like you're gonna say your vibes cartel? <laughs> hmm. Buck up in now. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Ivory. Go ahead. But, Go ahead. 
No, no, no. I'm used to it. Listen, I listen to this all the time, so I love it. <laughs> That's a but, um, the the message for you uh, after me explaining that is just for you to trust that more. I feel like you might just push it aside or ignore it just because you want to not judge them at first sight. But it has nothing oh to do God. with you seeing guy. someone <laughs> and looking at them and like, they look dusty. Why am I ta- Why would you ever talk to me? It's oh, more to fuck. do with the fact that you feel something is wrong with them and you your vibrations is not matching with theirs. And you have to trust that more often because you've ignored it. And it has actually gotten you into very, fucked very bad relationships. Yup, it's oh, fucked them up. Toki and Josh. Yo, you fucked me up, man. Oh, no, God. but this is Too so real. real. This is Too so real. real. I know Norman. This is Norm. To a Yo, T. I'm he way too so, open to he's energy. He's kind to a fault. Oh, man. And it's because he Aww. wants to fix. Like, even if he senses something's wrong with someone, he wants to fix it. And be like, yeah. what's wrong? And then he'll get himself yeah. involved yeah. in some she shit that'll fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Wow. Straight up. Wow. Yeah. You hit it on the buttons. You hit it on the buttons. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, go you ahead. ignore it because you don't want to touch people and you don't want to make them feel bad or feel like oh what because you're an empath so you feel those emotions you empathize with being judged at first sight you empathize with maybe hurting their feelings for no reason in your eyes that's what it looks like but you have to understand that you are an empath you have to uh affirm that inside yourself you have to say i am an empath my energy mm. is sacred and i will allow no one Protect to jeopardize it. that yep. you have to Say that. Yo, I, had, I had a big, I had a big issue with like suffering with guilt and always feeling bad because you know maybe Same. that's that yeah. impact thing. But I think uh, a result of me feeling bad uh, is because like I just lost my train of thought. Sorry, it's all good. <laughs> but like, uh, no, I, I feel like I, I we'll talk. I give, about I give the a worst shit, shit too much. We'll I, I talk about the shit. worst shit, and you will find the empathy in it. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. why what she's saying. Yeah. I'm like. This is wild. Like, <laughs> we'll talk about the worst human being possible. And normal go, like, but... but maybe, like, they thought that. And you're like, no, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and you think, he's being, you think he's being a devil's advocate. He's <laughs> like, Tory Lane shot Megan the yeah. Stallion. Well, but, but what if... maybe it slipped and it dropped on the floor and yeah, then it went bang. Exactly. And, like... <laughs> <laughs> and then it went bang. <laughs> then it went oh, bang. Man. No, but dead ass, like, this is, this is norm to a t wow this is norm to a t wow. yeah wow <laughs> no well so, you really so, no, the point of me saying that. about the guilt thing was because i used to feel guilty when i would want to like give in to the to those i guess intuitions like oh this person's a piece of shit i'm like Don't oh no let me let me give them the benefit of the doubt though maybe they're not but but if my original thought is this person's a piece of shit stay away and then every time i like i give yep. in to them I, f- I find out they are a piece of shit. Especially, I should have stayed away. Especially when <laughs> other people already think they're a piece of shit. They're you like, tend to it. want to find the good and yes. think that they're misunderstood. You Fuck do that, that a lot. Mm. And that is... You just gotta have to discernment because sometimes you're right. Sometimes <laughs> you're right. Some people aren't pieces of shit and they are mis- Most times misinterpreted. You're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But... There are times you like she said, you gotta trust you gotta trust that gut, man. Yeah, yeah, okay. God damn. Ivory. Let's plug the Instagram God. one more time. Hold Yo, on, let me plug the Instagram. Let people know. Let them know. I will pay for this uh, phone call. God damn. Thank you. 
Ivory in, underscore I I. It's intuitive. Oh, intuitive underscore, underscore I, I I. If you guys want to email her, it's intuitive ivory at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, her PayPal I- is paypal.me slash IMWC. <laughs> uh, cash app IMWC with a dollar sign in the front. Don't fucking forget it. Uh, <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. You not going to tell us what you got for Marlon? Oh, shit. He oh, was trying shit, to be man. like, ah. Oh. Yeah, he's trying to move on. No, uh, no, no. So, what do you think about Reebok and Master P? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. His is actually the longest, which is why I'm glad that it was the last. Oh, <laughs> I'm longest. so scared. Damn, she ain't got shit to say about me. <laughs> she told me shit I already know. <laughs> She's like, you I'm psychic. Keep it up for yourself. <laughs> At least like, I knew She's that. like, just do your homework, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you psychic. You can know how to find it. Don't worry about it. These guys don't know how. You yeah, already I, know you. got the power, okay? I'm long <laughs> because I ain't got shit. <laughs> y- y'all, y'all go over there with these superpowers. All right. Let that was live. my superpower. Always live. been my superpower. But it really kicked in on December, <laughs> December 21st. Oh my goodness. All right. Sorry, Ivory. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. Um, so one thing for sure. Um Oh my god, it's one eleven. She said one thing for sure, for two her. things for certain. <laughs> it's one eleven. I'm scared. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, one thing for sure is, and I don't know if this is a reassurance for you or if it's, if it means something metaphorical, that's for you to decide. But I got the message, numbers are your friends. <laughs> oh, 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 no. No, oh, no. He's jumping off. He's no, no, no. no. Okay, so. Don't jump. Don't jump. Don't jump. No, no, no. Okay, so. Numbers. Numbers. He just went no crazy. He just went crazy because you're like the first, like first things first. And he said 111 because I to her it's the re- time on um, this recording thingy <laughs> yeah. said 111. And I peeped 111, it. 111, 11. And, and, and I'm pretty sure it said 111, 11. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm terrified you said right numbers now. and it, that's why he whispered like 111. Oh my right God. before you said yeah. it. Right before you said it. <laughs> no, I heard him say that. And I was like, well, he's, he's about to flip his shit. Because <laughs> 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 no, that's it. No, yeah, but um, I got that message, and it was just random. Uh, I was actually listening to past episodes, and you were talking about how you have uh, one of the angel numbers tattooed on, you said, your chest, I think it is? Yeah. Oh. And um, I got that message as soon as I heard that. Um, Spirit just kept saying, numbers are his friend, numbers are his friend. And I don't know if that means, like, you shy away from them or you're afraid of them or you think that, some type of entity is coming out to like try and possess you. That is not ever the case. And your spirit guides notice that you are really receptive to um, aligned numbers and number frequencies um, or synchronicities. And so you have to like pay attention to that. And each number <laughs> synchronicity has meaning to that, it. So you have to look it up. Uh, and, like, make I have synchronicity tattooed on my bicep. Um, I have 1234 on my chest. Um, I make decisions and if it's a certain time, I act on it. Like if, if I, if I look at, if I'm trying to make a decision between like, it'll be something as small as eating. And I'm like, oh, I feel like this, but I feel like this. I really want to get this. And I'll look at the time 
If it's like three thirty three, I'm buying whatever I thought about. <laughs> <laughs> if if I have an idea like, yeah, for yeah, this is sign cash out. If I have an idea for content, <laughs> if I have an idea for content, I'll look at the time. It'll be like two twenty two for some reason or eleven eleven, and I'm just like I'm doing it. And I mean, this happens six to seven times a day. Like it's not like it'd be different if it was like no, yeah. something that happens once a month or once a week. This happens every day. It's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, that's crazy. No, that that makes sense then. That makes a lot of sense yeah. then. They're literally telling you that numbers are your friends. So those people in your life, like, I guess think of it as like your best friend, okay? So whenever you decide something or ask a friend, like, should I do this right now? You asking a friend is the equivalent to you looking at a clock and getting that validation. It's the same thing because your spirit guides, your angels know that you're going to ask that and then immediately oh look at the clock. And so they're Literally, to... that's what I think of every single time. I'm like, all right, angels, talk to me. <laughs> I look at the clock, yes, and if it yes. says that time, it's a wrap. And it happens every yeah, they, day of my life. You, wow. You're very, very much aligned with those things. And I've actually never seen that before. I've never seen someone trust all of the messages that they get from spirit so easily. And it's a really good thing. It's not a bad thing. I just have never seen someone do it so well. <laughs> I guess. Because even me, I'm like, oh, should I do I it? I don't even think about it. I don't even contemplate it, honestly. That's good, though. Sometimes I do you need not that, contemplate like, it. you know, reassurance. Like, just no, that it. is a really good thing to do. And spirit says to keep doing it. And it's so simple, it because, uh, but it's really, it's, really simple, too. Yeah. Right? Every time I want something from Marlo, I'm going to call him at 111. <laughs> 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 like, it's time. Norman, ask me for it. I'm going to be sitting Yo. here on my phone like, okay, it's about to be three, three, now three. Now you got to call at 110. 110. Call me 110 so it gets through at 111. <laughs> call me at 110 and ask for a million dollars at 111. I'm like, shit, do I got to give it to her? Oh, I got to give it to her. <laughs> Oh right yeah no no but um spirit knows that for a fact and that's how you communicate with your guys that's that's how they communicate to you and they are always around you i say this to everybody they're always with you spirit guides are something that you keep with you from birth until you die they will be there whenever you come out of your body and you're like oh shit i'm dead they'll be there to be like hey you can finally see me they're always with you 100 percent. angels bernie and angels are not always with you you have to call them in but whenever you do call them in they are there you may not see them they are there (laughs) a friend of mine um she gave me she basically told me um in a past life that i was a king and that um my roommate who is also my best friend that he was my right hand man and i've talked about this story on here before about how me and him met and how essentially we became best friends literally in like a week. It was it was insane. Yes, how... I'm so glad that you actually brought him up because I that's another thing that I wanted to talk to you about because eventually I knew one day that we were going to actually talk. And I'm glad that we finally are because even before you sang that on the podcast, I knew that he was a soulmate for you because I'd seen it in in videos. I'd seen it in like, I don't know if you'd ever been a guest on the podcast, but I've seen it before whenever you have talked of him or whenever you guys talk together, I'm like, he is a soulmate. He has to be, there's no other explanation. They have way too much connection between the two of them. 
he is a soulmate, period. It was insane. And he is. <laughs> yeah, no, it was insane. Like, he's had best friends and shit that he's grown up with, and me and him were just... Just click like that. It didn't even make sense. The fact that okay, so for example, um, I had, I was working as a club promoter, and I had lost my ID. So I essentially messaged him. I I was looking for any light skinned guy (laughs) on in on Facebook that had ID essentially, and uh, me and him had met once before then, and I just remember being like, "Yo, that guy's mad cool." Like. Every time someone br- bring him up, I'm like, yeah, that guy was mad cool, yo. Bring him around again or something like that, right? <laughs> and then that day I yeah. saw him on Facebook, and I'm just like, hey, yo, I need to borrow your ID, yada, yada, yada. I know this is weird, but if you're cool with it, let me know. I'm bringing it back tomorrow morning. He's like, yeah, no problem. Like, he didn't even really think about it. And I was like, why is this guy so chill? Like, mm-hmm. I barely know this guy. Went, met up with him to get the ID, and something in me told me to ask him about his living situation. I don't know what it was because you wouldn't have the audacity to do that with someone. Yeah, you don't know. Just that you don't Random, know. Random, yeah. And I'm just like, yo, where do you live? He's like, oh, I live with my sister over there. I'm like, do you guys yeah, have space or like <laughs> you have an extra room or anything? Like I'll pay rent. I'll pay groceries or anything. He's like, yeah, that's my sister. And that, th- that he called it. me back in an hour and I moved there that day. <laughs> and the story's been done. And we're still guys living together. Been and since then. <laughs> we're still yeah. living together. Like we're almost the same person. We were so roommates like, in the past life. <laughs> it's it's pretty yeah, no. That's no, like, when I think about the I whole would, soulmate thing and soul ties, that's one person yeah. I always point to as like like it there's not there's nothing else that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, because the way we click yeah, no, it's just I crazy. Agree. I agree completely. Um, I don't know. For me, I feel like uh, you for sure have spent many lifetimes together. But I just feel this some type of a brotherly love that you kind of have for each other, almost like you were brothers in a past life. And I wouldn't go as far to say that, mm. but you have this like brother from another mother kind of thing going on, and it's it's more of like you guys raised each other. And I don't want to say that in this life. I want to say it's more so in a past life that really struck. It could have been like one of the first uh, lives that you had with each other. And then from then on out, we're like, oh, okay, well, this works really well. Let's do this in other lives. And it kind of went on from there. But that's, that's just something I get is that there's always going to be loyalty between the two of you. Always. Mm-hmm. It's just unquestionably there. It's, you don't ever have to think about it. It's just like, you know, just like you would live with someone that is your actual brother. You know that they are blood and yeah. they will always be there for you yep. no matter who, like, does stab someone in the back. That's still your family. You have that kind of intensity towards each other. Mm-hmm. And I always felt that. And I just needed to tell you that. <laughs> <I just laughs> thank you. To. Thank you. No, that's amazing. That's yeah. confirmation on another That's level not that is not the extent of my messages for you. Oh, so Jesus. whenever you're ready. Oh, I'm ready. I'm oh. ready. Oh wow. Oh, that, was, that, that, that was just a that was just a Okay, a let's go, let's go. Right in the beak right there. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so uh this one's kind of a bigger one. So try to really uh be Embrace open to it, it a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Oh, here we go, Mars. Can we hit the? I'm here for you, buddy. Yeah, let's go. Here we Mine's go. About, I'm about to cry. We I'm need about to, cry. to hit the thing. <laughs> oh my bad. This hold on, hold on. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
<laughs> okay, okay. So basically, Spirit really wanted me to tell you to um, release your fear of uh, religious belief. So that basically, to explain that, that basically means that you may or may not <laughs> have a fear of venturing out outside of Christianity. And one thing that Spirit really wants me to tell you that a lot of other people don't also know is that Christianity is linked as much to everything as like Buddhism or like any, literally anything. It's hard to explain, but everything is linked and connected and mm. intertwined with each other. So it's really important for you to not resist other religions and other um, traditions and basically like spiritual beliefs and stuff like yeah. that because of the fact that um, you're actually, weirdly enough, <laughs> uh, you're actually uh, protected and also guided by other deities from different, like deities and gods from other religious <laughs> beliefs that you have actually carried from other lives. Jeez. Wow. Because you were like so, you were so loyal to them in past lives uh, that you have actually carried them into this life. I don't know, because I'm not really versed in, well versed in uh, religious um, mm -hmm. education, I guess. But it's just something that Spirit wanted me to explain to you that first, you have to kind of release that fear of, oh, I'm going to go to hell if I venture out to other religions or even open up the idea that I might not be Christ Christian mm -hmm. because of the fact that you are actually blocking certain deities slash gods. I don't really know what they are. They won't let me see them, but because it's for you to actually figure out. And once you like eventually on your spiritual journey, you'll realize who they are because they'll like be up in your face and be like, it'll be no denying who they actually are. But I feel like it's a lot. You are actually because I've really thought about like the Muslim religion a lot over the past couple of years. Like, and it keeps like every time I forget or or stop thinking about it, something comes back to like reignite that that thought or that um, just contemplation about if I should read the Quran or if I should you know embrace a certain lifestyle or anything like that. Like, I I've grown up in a Christian home. And yeah. I think more so the people have jaded me more than the actual religion itself. Mm -hmm. um, so, That's true. like, in terms of spirituality and religion, I've always said that, like, yo, anybody could be right. <laughs> like, I don't know, I don't know who's yeah, right, yeah. but I, th I feel like anybody could be right, and everybody thinks that they're right. So why should I limit myself to one thing? And... I, it's very important to know that they all are. And it's really hard to embrace that <laughs> and after, like, you know, coming from, or at least me, just uh, living in America, which kind of really shoves down your throat Christianity. Yeah. But it says that nothing else can be, is right. That doesn't make any all. sense to it's me. That's never made any sense to me. But I've come into knowing that everything is right. Yeah. <laughs> to a certain extent, so everything really is right. Important. For sure. Yeah. And so, um, 
it's really important for you to swallow that, digest it maybe for a couple of years, and really start to allow yourself to open up to several different, um, several different religious beliefs, spiritual uh, traditions That's or whatever, so um, because of the fact that they're not all the same. Like there's a couple of different. I'll, all I see are like figures. I can't see them specifically, but uh, and it's probably because some of them are gods. But uh, you have several different deities and gods that, or goddesses that are protecting you or trying to help you through your success in life. And you're not, not consciously, but subconsciously unallowing them to come into your space and come into your path, mm. your life path, because of your fear of how you grew up and stuff like that. So it's really, really imperative that was like the longest one that I got is because um, because they will help manifest your wow and how how in the fuck did this happen? How could this yeah. ever have happened? Um, moment. They're going to help you do that. Like this could never have been possible. How did this even happen to me in my entire life? Uh, they're going to help manifest that because of the fact that they are such strong energies. They're going to make what seems impossible possible for you and wow. i feel like <laughs> i feel like i i know this already which is why i'm laughing because i already have like you know had such a following for you for a long long time but they're telling me that you have such large ambitions to the point where it seems impossible even sometimes in your own mind you're like uh that's a bit of a stretch but you have to understand that there are very strong energies that are trying to help you but subconsciously you are blocking them out of fear so it's mm. really important to kind of break those walls down like one by one wow that's that's <laughs> super real i thought about this up, like i thought about this up until today like today i was thinking about this like <laughs> i was just like yo this is the, uh, the, the whole message. the whole religion thing i'm like i'm always like on the fence about it in terms of how it controls people right but I'm like the essence of it. I can never like you can't deny this, the I can never deny the essence of religion, no matter what religion it is. Mm -hmm. Like Hinduism, Buddhism, Christianity. There's something that's at the very core of it mm -hmm. that just seems so right that I'm just like I can't like pay attention to all the rest of the shit around mm -hmm. it. It's very difficult for me to differentiate the two because like I said, growing up in a Christian home and just seeing how the people act in those religious factions, it's like... Well, Christianity tends to, like, make... It forces you to be close-minded. Yeah. You know what I mean? In a sense, yeah. If you if yeah, you, if you, if you definitely stick to one, mm -hmm. you're, mm -hmm. that's my biggest problem. Right. My whole life is, like, you guys aren't going to, like, even just, like, think about the possibility that some of these religions may have something in common... Yeah. Or like, are you that, or are you that arrogant to say that yours is the only yeah. one? Like, or like, to, when especially when yours wasn't the first one, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. Hinduism yeah. was first, or Buddhism, one of the mm -hmm. two, right? A Christianity came way later, and essentially, what it became was a way to control people. Yeah, so it's so jaded. Yeah, messed around so it's so, so jaded years. by the 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 um, imposters that join these these factions that I'm just like I don't know what to believe, but I do know that there's a commonality 
in all these different religions. And the commonality is be a good fucking person. <laughs> and that's that's the religion I go by. And I was even today, I was like, somebody said something. And I was like, I remember I answered it and I was just like, I do. I'm not religious, but I do believe in God. Mm-hmm. Like, if that makes sense. You believe in a higher spirit. Yeah, I least. believe that there's got to be something that's bigger than us that created this mm-hmm. or caused this. Right. But I don't know what it is, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be attached to just one religion or one thing. It was the aliens. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, totally do aliens that exist? That's my next question. <laughs> the most important question. The most important question. When the fuck am I gonna have a kid? You a psychic, Alicia? You you figure it out. Figure that shit out. Look into your intuition. You should know. You figure it out, Alicia. Oh. But wow. Is when, that, you do know wait, that. You can on. tell me, though. Where will Alicia find a new current situation? Yeah, <laughs> Is that the extent that. of my message? It goes no, deep. Oh, not at all. Jesus. <laughs> keep it going. Oh, keep it going. Peel, keep yeah, on peeling them onions. <laughs> keep on peeling the layers. Oh, my God. All right. What's the next part? Okay, okay. So this is the last portion, okay? This is the end of it. Um, so... This actually has to do with a past life of yours. You had explained uh, in a previous episode how you went to the Bahamas and you felt like you had been there before. Mm. Mm. Oh, now, now you now you messing with his heartstrings <laughs> oh right now. Okay, go ahead. The fingers. Hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. His finger hairs are rising. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Triz. What were we talking about? <laughs> Before the episode started. We were talking about how you were there and everything was conk, conk, conk. Conk. Bahamas right. and conk. <laughs> we literally we were just talking about were Bahamas. Ju- go ahead. But like him go going to Bahamas. Oh, yeah. Holy That's mother old. of God. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because you had also talked about um, going to LA and feeling like you'd been there before too. But that's a separate situation. Um, that's not what this is. <laughs> so um, Real truth is he's bohemian. You, like, He's not Jamaican. He lied to us <laughs> the whole time. It's actually great. It's good. It's good. It's good. We're from here. From here. From here. From here. From here. That's close. Ladies and gentlemen, Marlon is not Jamaican. Go suck your mother, boy. From the Bahamas. I'm sorry. Oh, I just goodness. had to get <laughs> No, that's great. That's great. <laughs> Ivory, go ahead. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so... You explained you, you felt like you'd been there before, so you have. But it was a, not, of course, in this life. It was in a past life. You, how do I explain this? So you were a descendant, a descendant of slaves that uh, were taken there. But it's not like you were like a slave itself. Like your great grandparents were slaves, and um, you were a part of and i kept getting this message i didn't write it down like i wrote everything else down but i kept getting this message that i needed to tell you that you are a part of creating and building the society that's there today and that's one of the reasons why i felt so um what's the word like welcome you felt like yeah you felt like um it like was you your, like you were place. going back home. You owned it. <laughs> because of the fact that that was like, 
probably one of your more, um, I don't want to say wholesome, that's a bad way to say that, but one of the more welcoming lives that you had that made you feel like you've created something, you did a great thing, and now you get to live in it. Kind of in the sense of like you built the home that you live in and now you feel so comfortable, so content, and you are at the max of your level of kind of love that you have for yourself. So in that life, you absolutely love being there. Like I can't even explain the joy and love that you had for being there. Wow. So much so that you actually said, I don't know if it was in a physical way or if it was just in a mental and emotional way that you had to come back. Like you had to come back in another life. And I think I'm pretty sure in that life you believed in reincarnation as well. So you knew that you had to come back. Yo, okay, so take this in, see? Take this in. All right. I'm going to fuck y'all up right now. So I saw a poster on Instagram, right? It said three-on-three basketball. If you win, you get to go to the Bahamas and teach kids how to play basketball. And I'm like, hey, yo. I'm not. Pl- I knew I wasn't going to play in it. But I'm like, I can get a team that can get us over there. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, that'd be, a, that'd be sick. Like, holy shit. And keep in mind, I've had no interest in the Bahamas before that moment. Like, I didn't know what yeah. was there. I don't know what to, like, there's, I don't, I didn't know what to be excited about. I just knew that this intrigued me. Let's join the tournament. Mm-hmm. We win the tournament. We go to the Bahamas. Watch this. We win the tournament. We get told only the coach, who is me, is not included in the trip. Only oh, the players, right? The three players. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. You guys earned it. Like, yeah. go to the trip, whatever. One of the guys can't go. Something happened. <laughs> I cannot remember for the life of me what happened. But he couldn't go. And he's like, you just take my ticket. I'm like, all right, bet. Went to the Bahamas. And I was... When I got there... I remember being like, man, this feels like Jamaica. This feels like home. Like, this feels like just going down Mobay. Like, it really is no different. Like, right? I miss this place. Yeah. And it was, I, I, I will never forget that moment coming out of the car. When we, there was the next day that we got, the second day that we got there, for those of you guys who didn't hear that, that podcast, uh, basically, we were going to teach kids how to play basketball for the entire day. And um, we are getting to the court early, excuse me, before the kids. And so we got there early morning. I'd rushed out of the house, barely ate, whatever. And we get there, and I get out of the car, and I'm just like, oh, I need a pee. Like, as soon as I got out of the car, I'm like, I need a pee bad. Like, this is crazy. And I'm like, where can I pee? Where can I pee? And my boys that lives there was just like, oh, you can go over there. Right, and he pointed at this like little building, and I looked at it, and standing there, I'm like, "Yo, I've been here before," and my eyes just started like welling up, Uh-oh. like I was oh, about to cry. Shed a tear. <laughs> no, I didn't shed a tear, but I was, my Almost. eyes just kept. You know when it's an overwhelming feeling of what the fuck? Yeah. Like this yeah. is not. Yeah. This is not normal. <laughs> like I'm tearing up right now talking about it. <laughs> it was an overwhelming feeling that came over me, and I'm just like, "Yo, I've been here before." 
and I just couldn't put my finger on it. And like weeks later, I realized I had a dream about it or whatever. But what's wild about that is I've always said that I feel like dreams are sometimes your past life memories, right? Damn. Yeah. And sometimes they, they, they spill over into this realm and like this is what you're, you just dream. Because realistically, nobody has been able to explain dreams yeah. f- fully and thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are things you dream no. of seven months beforehand and you're in the moment. You're just like, deja vu. Like this has happened I've been here. before. Yeah. I've been here before. Yeah. That's not normal. Yeah. Like people just brush that off. I've always been like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like this is not normal stuff. And so when it happened to me in the Bahamas, I just remember I couldn't stop thinking about the whole, the rest of the trip. I'm just thinking like, yo, what, how could I have seen this place that I've never been to before? You're not supposed to be able to dream of people you can't see, you haven't seen before. Even if you dream of somebody and you don't recognize them in your dream, you probably walk past them in the street Mm -hmm. and you looked at their face for a second and now it's trapped in your subconscious. So I've never been to the Bahamas. I've never seen a picture of this place that I pointed at, nothing. What is the explanation there? Because you built it up. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> Chill out. You um, are the creator. I am the creator of the Bahamas. I told you you'd be in it. Clay Thompson bowed to me. I'm joking. <laughs> Wait, no, he's, but he, that he's is, from the Bahamas? No, his dad oh. is from the Bahamas, but he's like a huge figure in the Bahamas. Same Michael way. Thompson, right? Yeah. What yeah. was his name, Don? Uh, Pardon me? First overall, First overall pick in the NBA. What's yeah. the one that my friend manages? <laughs> oh, uh, DeAndre Aiden. DeAndre Aiden. DeAndre Aiden, yeah. Big bohemian right there. Yeah. But wow. You okay. own all of them. Okay. <laughs> Ivory, man. Wait. You took us on a journey, bro. Ivory, I don't even need to type in Ebony on porn anymore. This is just... Holy shit. Wow. Ivory. <laughs> 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 Not all is... white things are bad. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was, oh my Ooh. goodness. Um, all right. Well, yeah. I've re- I'm going to DM you. I want you to tell me about my past yes. life. I know I've been around. Well, if you guys <laughs> would like to DM uh, Ivory, you guys can do so at intuitive underscore II. Uh, you can also email her at intuitiveivory at gmail.com. You can call her at 717 3889. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, you can, <laughs> like, did you really you can PayPal her? You can PayPal her at yeah. paypal.me slash IMWC. And that is for us Canadians who don't have Cash App. And uh, for the Americans and everyone else who has Cash App, um, dollar sign IMWC. If you guys would like to book your readings, Ivory, thank you so much. Really man, appreciate it. That man. was thorough. Sure. I appreciate you. Normally, Absolutely. I don't believe in this stuff, but like today, I was like, okay, she got me. Now, Ivory, I know you thought you called here to give us our messages, but I have one for you. Ooh. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm completely joking. That would have been amazing, though. Let me tap in. <laughs> tap, tap in, Alicia. Yes. <laughs> Alicia, tap it in right now. Um, so I'm seeing that you about to get a whole shitload of money <laughs> from this episode. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Your DMs are going to go Your shit's about to go up. His Don't stock's going up. I can see it right now. After in the future. this episode airs, you're gonna have seven whole DMs yes. instantly. Ooh. <laughs> we we need confirmation on if it's and seven then- at one eleven. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ivory, thank you so much for um relaying these messages to us. You did not have to. Um, I know you felt compelled to. That's why you emailed me. 
And I really, really appreciate you. Thank yeah. you for listening, supporting the podcast for as long as you have. For sure. Um, and you are now our extra gravy psychic. So um, we one hundred percent. We will be calling you for future readings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely should. <laughs> Move over, Miss Cleo. <laughs> She's like, I've seen it. You should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's some things that's gonna come up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Can you th- tell me if I'll be canceled in the future? <laughs> <laughs> People keep on telling me I might Again, get canceled. Again, will I get married? Will I have a kid? <laughs> you got to tap into that yourself, Alicia. That's 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 on you. You have the Why power. Why is it on me? You have the power, Alicia <laughs> Simone. You have the power. <laughs> Thank you, Ivory. Thank we really you. appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Oh, I was like, oh my she God. just hung up on us. She was like, bye, y'all. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> She's like, I knew you'd say bye right now. <laughs> like, I knew you were about to say goodbye, so I hung up on you. <laughs> I beat you to it. Thank you so much, Ivory. No, Ivory. actually, I do want to say, though, I do want to say that I think at the beginning of this last year, I was here, I was listening to Norm talk about his nephew, and I got that message, and I was like, I need to get to them. I need to talk to them. Like, spirit, like, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Get a way to talk to them. And they literally said, you'll get the chance. And I said, okay. Bet. And here we are. Wow. <laughs> here we are. Oh, <laughs> Thank you, spirits. We can't wait to talk oh, to you man. in the future. Thank yes. you so much, Ivory. Really appreciate it. Um, I will definitely um, join every religion possible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> word to Allah. <laughs> word to Allah, Buddha, um, Ja Rastafari, um, ja Selassie. Uh, That's why he loves Ja Rule. Hey! <laughs> That's the closest thing to a God. <laughs> the intuition. <laughs> Thank you, Ivory, so much. We really appreciate you. Have a good one. Thank you, girl. Good night. You too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. I did not expect that, bro. Thank you for that. You start like the surprise, new year? bitches. No. I didn't even know this was happening. We started like the new year off right. You sprung that on us, boy. <laughs> I didn't tell he you wasn't that. ready. Because <laughs> when you're like, I'm calling, I thought he was calling her sister. Or for a like, yeah, you know. <laughs> no, I was like, talking, like, it was just. He definitely does not honestly, have my sister's number. Honestly, but guys. My, I was like, how do my have sister called? Number? My sister called during the thing. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Yo, you know what the joke is? Is we just magically got into this conversation about psychics. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, segue, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right I was like, segue. I was going to do this later. But yeah, baby, let's oh, do everything it. Everything is aligned. Oh. I be saying. God damn. Jesus uh, So Christ. back to real life. Uh, Kanye and Kim are getting a divorce. <laughs> 
For real, for real? For real, for real. Did that happen right now? Wow. So allegedly they are currently doing the counseling thing to try to get better, but divorce is definitely on the table. I think it was, wasn't, who was it? I retweeted something. It was somebody from Toronto. And they had this whole like contingency plan that Kim Kardashian was going to get a divorce. Oh my god! It was a whole that girl I, we talked about on the that show. Girl. Yes, I don't you know. brought it up. The thread of her, yes. pre- pre- she was predicting everything, everything that, that would happen. happen. So she was like, "This is going to happen." The publicity starts going out, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, they're going to get a divorce, and then Kim Kardashian is going to change her image, and she's going to start wearing a lot more white and flowing clothes, and she's just going to become more wholesome, and she's going to start. This and that and like. So we gotta watch that. I'm gonna find it. I say mm. I definitely. We gotta hit up it. Ivory. No, no. Alicia's already working right now. <laughs> oh, we got Alicia. Alicia. We got Alicia. 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 Like Hola. his powers are all right Hola. now. Man. I see you. Hola. Okay. <laughs> so what else do you see in Kim Kardashian's yes. future? Alicia Simone. Ooh. Yes. You already she's told us what's gonna, gonna happen with Paris. Magazine. She's gonna. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> See, and she said the pregnant thing is a joke, and she just said the magazine is a joke. Kim Kardashian gonna start a magazine. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen now. Wait, it's gonna be pregnancy? called K. Huh? What pregnancy? The with your boy, with your ex. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a girl pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> that means Kim's gonna start a magazine. Kim's gonna yeah. start a magazine. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be called K. And she's also gonna be a professor and um, oh, all this other shit. stuff. Yep. She already is. But wow, what a way to start off the year. Right? Um, the shout out to Ivory. Are, the tweets are so fucking funny, though. <laughs> For the readings. Um, What's the tweet? Kim and Kanye divorced. 2021 already off to a blazing Someone start, said, in my opinion. Shit. <laughs> this is this is Mason leaking Kim and Kanye getting oh a divorce. And he's like on a cyber computer. The internet about to go fucking hat. Did this uh, just get announced? Yeah. Oh, the internet's going to go crazy for the next four me hours. Me listening to new music after. <laughs> oh, my God. Me listening to Kanye's new music after the divorce. Like him elevating. 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 She's like, I'm already fucking the word. Let me just keep going. I'm Probably my greatest work ever. Segway into an ad lib. That was such a good way to play it off. It was crazy. I never saw that coming. Oh my Ooh, goodness. I really need alcohol more often. <laughs> <sighs> new year, new us, people. Um, new Year's. Uh, what'd you guys do for New Year? <laughs> new Year's Eve. The same shit I'm doing right now. Drink red wine and talk facts, shit. Facts. <laughs> I drank red wine and played some Uno. Me and my girl played word search. Yeah. Well, I was by myself and nice. um, I talked to some mans. Nice. Ooh, <laughs> I just some mans. I just did some rounds. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia, Alicia said in hi, what are you doing? Five texts at once. 
Hey, what are you doing? Copy, paste, copy, uh, paste. Probably. <laughs> hey, that's a point. No, no, no. I did FaceTime. Oh, serial <laughs> FaceTimer. Yeah, I did serial FaceTimers in uh, different time zones as well. So oh, I can't everything just worked out for me, and I was just chilling. I was just very drunk off the red wine. I can't do that. Serial <laughs> FaceTimes? No, I can't even do that's one FaceTime. Much. I yeah, fucking hate yeah, FaceTime. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know I'm how down. to get off. Yeah, the exit is always the worst. The exit is the worst. It's never like I just uh, be like, all I'm right, go. bye. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I pretend my I always like precursor with like, oh, my battery's about to die in the case I just want to hang up at any point in time. Oh shit, I gotta go to the kitchen go. and breathe. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that's what so I, I just it. come you, up with some shit. Honestly, you just gotta be like, all right, cool. I'm gonna leave now. Like I don't know. But I to always talk to people who go, why? Uh-oh. And then it's like, nah, I gotta lie. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to get off the you phone. Be like, just because, click. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you're about to explain. Uh, but I, I didn't pay my Wi Fi. I didn't pay my Wi Fi. Tech savvy. You know how tech savvy be. Man, you know, <laughs> internet. Everybody's on the internet using FaceTime right now. The server was down. The server was down. Shit, it's you know jammed up. You feel me? You know what? Mercury, Mercury was in Gatorade. You know, shit. I'm going to just talk to you next year. I'm going to just talk to you next year. Mercury's in Gatorade. Yeah. So that was my New Year's. You guys, it was very eventful. Did you guys accomplish any of your New Year's goals for 2020? Absolutely. I should have done. Mm. Like what? Because you know I'm intuitive. So I'm mm. Oh, okay. Okay. She's going to lean in now. I wrote down uh, my list of goals. Mm-hmm. One of my goals was to have a new uh, full-time job by the end of the year. Got that November 25th. Bang, bang. Um, <laughs> I'll take a shot. You mentioned your salary. Oh, I, I just said I got a new job. But. The job passes the salary. However, however, I did six say figures. I wanted to hey, make six figures. Let's go. Um, so you that's have to happening. You got to drink that. That's an accomplishment. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a win. Um, I said that I wanted to be on one of the biggest podcasts in Canada. And we are for sure. That's hey, what I said. Hey, you want to tour Period. And I also said that like I wanted to consistently do podcasting because mm-hmm. you know I have a problem with consistency. Um, and you I want to do them consistently. Yeah. Look period. at that. Look at it. Every Weekly. Monday, you every Wednesday. You doubled up. <laughs> I did that. Um, I uh, I said that I wanted to get at least four like influencer type of or contracts or something like that. And I like way, Yeah, I way suppressed that. Yeah. Um, I said that way I, suppress that. I wanted to go on. Um, we did two in, alone. I said I wanted yeah. to do more influencer, um, like, trips and stuff like that. I only got one because, you know, the pandemic, but still I got that out of the way. I um, think you got to – it's it's tough for that one specifically because of the pandemic. Like, yeah. it's – especially in your field and especially what you do just in terms of your feed, I think it's so easy to integrate travel mm-hmm. into it. And I know girls who aren't – half as like in tune as you mm-hmm. that are doing it. So it's like, yeah, and especially with the brand deals you're getting already too. Well, yeah, mine was a part of the brand deal. So mm. like gold series sent me out to Cincinnati to go to, uh, the head office of P and G. So that travel was, brand deals you know? are fucking like next level. <laughs> lit. Oh, like you think man. these little brand deals get like a couple like, grand and, and but being at home. Fab, when they fly you out, bro. Yeah. Woo! All the best food. All the best Per diem. Nice. Per diem, nigga. Oh, everything. Man. Everything. When Foot Locker nice. flew me out to Chicago for the Lakers oh, game. Man. Oh, yeah, for LeBron's sure. first year as a Laker. For sure. Woo! They brought me to the House man, of Hoops. Like- they brought me to the Chicago practice facility. The, the I went to watch the game for courtside. I'm like. 
Alicia, is hey, that in my future yo. this year? Because <laughs> I want that in my future this year, please. <laughs> no, 2022. We got to wait a whole year. Y'all work on it this year and then fly out next year. I actually said that. I actually said that I wanted to be on a billboard and shit. That happened twice. Let's go. I said I wanted to do TV shit, but I did get, like, last year at the end of the year... Um, we on YouTube TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't get on TV, but, like, at the end of the year, somebody reached out to me to do, uh, potentially host, like, a TV series shit. Um, I, I think, think you would be a great host through, on, like, a, the Canadian baking show. Any of those reality that, yeah. shows, I think you'd be like, or like, like the that voiceover. girl that did um, Remember, like the circle and shit like that. Dude, I was like, just about to see that. The girl who did the voiceover for the circle. I'm like, that's Alicia. I remember watching it and being like, that's Alicia. I tweeted it too. I was like, I definitely. You could have bodied that. Like that girl, she was great. She was, she was really good, actually. Know. No, she was really good. The black girl that know. they she had there. Like, I, I support her because she black. But, but you definitely could have done it better. <laughs> but no, I could have done my thing. I could have done my third thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Is there um, any fails for last year? Therapy. I mean, relationship. That was one of my goals that I like put in depth like what i wanted but mm. at the same time it was never really a fail because like i still learned shit and i still opened up more it's and like one mentality. thing was like boundaries and stuff like that so you know that's all of a part of it uh-huh. the first guy that i was talking to earlier um i had to set boundaries with him right the second one i had to like i learned shit in regards to like me and things that i need to heal or whatever um so i don't think anything is really really a failed to mm. me um it's a lesson it's just something that i move over to the next year i have told myself though because i put so much pressure on myself in terms of goals and just achieving shit i'm always like okay what's next what's next what's next i haven't done my list i usually do a list and i don't think i'm gonna do one this year and i'm just gonna kind of like flow and let things happen the way that they do because i'm tired of like putting pressure on myself baby girl is exhausting yeah a lot so. especially expectations on yourself that you know, you want to achieve, but if you feel like not achieving them will bring you to a lower place, I just don't feel like it's it's yeah. healthy to put that out there. Because it's kind of like, for me, for example, like announcing things to people, like something mm-hmm. that happens and is in the works. You mm-hmm. We all know those ones are in the works or whatever. You don't want to say anything to people because yeah. when you first did... Mm-hmm. It was, and it never happened. You're like, fuck, yeah. I look stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for example, breakfast television. I never got breakfast television. Like, mm-hmm. they gave it to somebody else, uh, mm-hmm. a different co-star. But it's okay. Like, it's still opportunity. I don't even know if I said this on the podcast. Like, Did I? You told us. You told okay. us. Okay. Behind. Yeah. Basically, I had I was auditioned and I was um, approached to be a new co-host on breakfast television in Toronto. Um, I went through two or three aud- auditions, and it would have been you and Dina Pugliese, right? Basically, yeah, Dina, yeah, <laughs> she's great too. Um, yeah, the no, the, the whole team over there is really dope. I, I especially in researching the role that I would be doing, like I watched a lot of BT, especially on YouTube and stuff, and like I was like, mm-hmm. man, this would be really cool. You know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. just the way that the guy was even talking to me, I was like, wow, I might have this, but still, never tweeted it, never. Even said it on the podcast here yeah. because I was just so terrified. I've been a part of these situations where I've and been. And it just doesn't work out. Yeah. I've been like, I've gotten greenlit for pilots for TV shows. I've gotten um, commercials, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you can name, honestly, in any medium, even just a performance where <clears throat> I looked forward to it so much and I was like, so like, ah, I get to do this. And it never 
panned out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you end up looking stupid. Um, but I, I, like, sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but I don't think you look stupid. Like, I think it's just like something that happens, like mm-hmm. all this shit. And you should just be grateful that you even got the opportunity, opportunity. to yeah. put your name in front of these people because somebody was like, oh, I know this person. Let me give a shot. Yeah. And it's like you were then exposed to a bunch of people that didn't know who you are. That's a fact. And you never know when it will come full circle and they'll call on you again. Like, even for the TV thing that I just mentioned, it was for CBC. I don't know how the fuck they found me, but they were trying to like use me for some finance shit for a finance show. And I don't know nothing about finance. <laughs> yeah. I just know what's in my bank account. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a shot. Take a shot. Um, yeah. <laughs> take but that no, shot. but it's just like, you never know. Like it might not work out now, which I'm completely fine yeah. with. Like, cool. Would I have loved to got fucking $10,000 for the first week of January? Shit. Absolutely. Facts. Like yeah. way to start off the new year. Exactly. But, Maybe at the end of the year, next year, somebody's going to reach out and be like, oh, like we talked to you and we had you audition for this. Like now we have this. Right. So don't ever feel like even if you do tell people um, that it's like a wasted opportunity, like never feel down on it. You know, a bigger opportunity came two weeks later. So I'm exactly. See, I wasn't really. And that's what always happens. And that's what I trust on. I'm like, okay, this happened to be like Exactly, a line for. It's like it's it's literally like uh like a you're going up a mountain. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like almost all these opportunities, like you're getting closer and closer to the top of that mountain. Mm -hmm. And even if you slip for a second and you don't get a certain gripping or whatever, there's another rock there that you could hang on to and probably have better gripping than the one you thought you were gonna be on. You know what I mean? And like I always, I've always gone by that. And just feeling like um, our intuition. Holy shit. I know. I was waiting for the right moment. What the fuck's going on today? Kim K. Kanye divorce. And now Dr. Dre is in intensive care. I was waiting because I didn't want to. I was time. Dr. Dre is in intensive care right now after a brain aneurysm. Prayers up. Monday night. Oh my God! He's, he's stable. He's stable, but he's there. I, listen, that cannot be one of those situations <sighs> no. where someone ends up in a coma for no. the rest of it. That's fucking crazy. Brainy aneurysm scare me, bro, because there's no reason, there's no rhyme. It just happens. Yeah, <laughs> like, my, 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 I had an aunt that died from an aneurysm. She damn. was uh, working out. She was probably one of the most healthiest aunts I had. Like California vegan, like just. Ran every day, came home from the gym one day. She was just chilling in a bed, just hanging out with her husband. And she's like, honey, like, my head hurts. And then out of nowhere, she just clonked out. And that was it. Fuck. After she said my head hurts, boom, I don't... She, just, she just died right then and there. Damn. So That's we, insane, bro. I don't know. We are so off of the original topic. But um, my one of my very, very close friends... Um, we went to an event. I just got, I just moved back here to New York. I didn't even move back here. I was like in transition between me moving to New York and Detroit. So I was only here for like two months max, right? And so she was like, oh, like let's go out to this event or whatever. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I didn't really even want to go either. Mm-hmm. I remember my back was hurt and I was just like, fuck, I don't want to go. But uh, she really wanted to go, whatever. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, let me get ready. Let me go. And so we go and we're at this event um, and we're chilling. Like, we just got there, too. We weren't even there that long. 
just got wine, whatever. And we walk to the back and we're like talking to people and stuff like that. And all of a sudden she starts like seizing and she just like, she just drops to the ground and she starts seizing. And like, I was like, what the fuck? Like she just fainted. Right. And yeah. people, it wasn't like serious <clears throat> seizing. So People didn't really know that it was seizing. And I was like, no, I think she's having a seizure. She's never had this. Like, literally, I've known her since I was, like, grade 9, 10, or whatever. It's never happened and to her. And she never had a history of that, right? So, yeah, she just drops, like, her wine goes flying. She goes to the ground. And then she just wakes up. And she's just like, fine. And then I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yeah. And then she does it again. This time she, like projectile vomits everywhere like it just went straight out and it was like holy fuck and then we're like this is the same night yes like this is like literally five minutes or less like after it just happened and she was fine yeah so like she ends up having like another mini seizure and like that's when she throws up and we're like all right like let's take her outside so we get a chair we take her outside we sit and while we're going like outside we just got outside she does it again and I'm over here, like, calling her mom, like, yo, like, I knew she was on, like, certain medications and stuff like that. So I was like, dang, she not like. take her medication? Or? I was like, it's something, like, going wrong with her medication, whatever, whatever. And I was just like, yo, like, we need to get her to the hospital. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry. I have to take her to the hospital. I have to get her, like, an ambulance to come here, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> because my friend was the one that drove. I didn't drive either. Um. And so I was just like, yo, like, we're going to the hospital. Like, this is the hospital. Eventually they came. Like, I rode with her. We go to the hospital. And she's eyes. I don't think she sees after that. But um, obviously, like, the whole seizing experience with, like, her eyes rolling back and, like, all that shit. Um, and, yeah, we get there. And I'm sitting there with her for hours, like, the whole night. And then we find out that she had, like, a brain tumor. And, like. She never fucking knew anything, like, at all. Jesus. And so she had to go and get, like, surgery the next day or whatever. Um, That's scary. She had this brain tumor and shit like that. (laughs) That's scary, man. It was just, like, but that was also affecting, like, a lot of her moods and shit like that. It was making her act a certain way. Like, I, I had realized that year that it was really, really rough, and she had went through depression and, like, all this other shit. Your brain can and, really play tricks on you. Like, it mm-hmm. can really... Like, she, kn- she didn't want to live. Like, her and, like, her relationship went, you know, sour and all that shit. And everything was really freaking bad. And I know that her brain tumor um, definitely impacted that. And, like, to me, it was the craziest thing it, it, ever people that forget happened. That brain, the brain is a muscle. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people forget that. And, like, you work out everything else to get it more stronger, more yeah. better... And you do the things that are necessary to do that. Why wouldn't you do that with your brain? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I don't think people understand the, the like, I think people understand the power, but they don't fully get mm-hmm. the power of their brain. Like, I see people let certain excuses stop them from doing certain things. I see people let their astrological sign stop them mm-hmm. from doing certain things or enable why they do certain things. Yeah. And... They, it's like those people absolutely refuse to believe that their brain are their brain is capable of not succumbing to whatever they think. But it's <laughs> it's it's even more than that. Like your brain really does have like physical yeah things that you know. Like yeah, you need your heart because your heart obviously is keeps the blood blood pumping, pumping yeah. and keeps everything else going. Yes, but without your brain, like you also can't do shit. 
Facts. You know what I mean? Like, it controls all your feeling, like your feelings in your fingers, your legs, whatever. It controls Every response. What moves, like. Every response. And then it also controls how you freaking act. Like, and obviously you're not a fan of this, but Grey's Anatomy, like, when they have um, those people that have, like, the brain aneurysms mm-hmm. and they're acting, like, irrational and shit like that, or even... Even Amelia, that guy, that football Amelia. player. Amelia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Look the at that football, football player, player too. Uh, yeah. that, uh, um, th- there's so much, con- there's so much trauma to his head mm-hmm. in playing football. It's that called CTE. The certain gland in his brain was smaller than that of like an 80 something year old man. Mm-hmm. And he was like 30. Yeah. And it was just like, he wasn't even 30. He was like 20 something. Yeah. He was and young. it was like, that's why he was so quick to anger and irritable mm. and just. Yeah. Yeah. So have you ever watched Concussions by uh, Will Smith? Yeah. Like the one that Will yep. Smith, whatever. Yep. People um, drove into suicide and suicidal yeah. thoughts and. C- yeah. CTE is really a real thing. And like, even my friends that I have that play football professionally and stuff like that, like, they're like, dang, like, like, yeah, I'm young now and I'm cool now, but. They literally will be like, I'm not surprised if shit happens. Yeah. And they're like, I do that now. I make the sacrifice, but shit. Like, it is also scary as fuck because you don't, you really don't know. But your brain is really freaking important and everybody needs to start taking care of it. Like, I get worried too because I'm like, I've never had like a scan. I'm probably because obviously like, like I'm Mm. such like a con, what's the word? Conjurac? Mitochondriac? Hypochondriac, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> hypochondriac. I knew it was contract something. Yeah. Um, hypochondriac that I always think that I have, like, something or whatever. Mm. And then probably with my friend having that experience and then being there with her. Like, I literally was there when they brought in the scans. They're like, so this is a tumor and it needs to go now type shit. And I'm like, dang. Like, yeah. So now I'm like, if I act irrational <laughs> and I'm like, yo. Do I potentially have a tumor? Nah, it's just, <laughs> it's just that it's just that psychic intuition. <laughs> it's just that psychic I'm intuition. Like, do I have a tumor? Is there something wrong? Is yeah, there no. something else going? That is but then also serious, with man. um, what's his name? John. What was the the rapper's name in Mississauga? John um, River. John River. Yes, and like all the stuff that was going on with him, and like he was telling people that there was something wrong, and they eventually found out that it was like brain fluid like leaking, leaking into his spinal whatever cord or some yeah. shit like that and that was 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 causing it like there's so so many simple things that can make you just go fucked up yeah that have to do with your brain but the thing is he knew something was wrong and they didn't just didn't believe him like doctor after doctor mm-hmm. couldn't fathom or believe anything that he was saying and he knew something yeah. was wrong and you know what i mean it took that one doctor to figure out what it was but like Man, way too late. Like that is a sad story when I when I think about John River and everything he went through mm-hmm. to get people to believe something was wrong with him and it really brings me to like for example, like he's a black man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine black woman. There was actually trying to get people to believe something's wrong with them. There was actually one it's, it's um crazy. her name I think her name was Fatima. This was few years ago before the john river thing mm. and it was also in mississauga it was uh the mississauga hospital okay and she had she was in her 20s and she was fine and one day she was just like my heart hurts like there's something wrong like i can't breathe no more when i'm doing like workouts and stuff like that so she went to the doctors and they did like the 
uh, was it EGK and like all of those yeah. chest x-rays and all that stuff. And they're like, oh, you're fine. Like nothing is wrong. Mm. Uh, she ended up dying a couple weeks later from something to do with her heart. And it was all because they didn't believe her. They didn't continue to do tests and they didn't believe her. But yeah, um, unfortunately, she passed away. I think she was only like 26 years old. And that was essentially just because the doctors didn't take it serious. And there's so many people who unfortunately go through that, like Thousands, black women, maybe millions of black women, especially mm-hmm. pregnancies, like all the especially time. They'll be like, Oh, there's something that hurts and stuff like that. And, um, it sucks that we have to go through that and even consider like, okay, are we going to actually get the health care that we need? Are they actually going to do like the research and stuff like that? So that's I mean, why I'd be, I'd be terrified if I was a black woman and pregnant going into labor because it's like shit i'm gonna survive listen the stories that i've heard i've even talked to my mom over the christmas break of like how do they treat you in the hospital when you were like Mm -hmm. in labor she's like the nurse wasn't very nice Mm -hmm. um and you definitely have to have people there to to have people around there advocate for you yeah and not even that like people shouldn't have to advocate for you you're bringing forth life Mm -hmm. like Especially as women to be in the room. If you're a mom in the room and someone's bringing forth life, why wouldn't you treat them with the same decorum and respect and fragility that you would if you want, if you were the person in that bed? Like that's above all things. I'm always like, that is the most human experience that anyone could possibly go through Mm -hmm. is giving life. I'm so You're thankful. bringing forth life. I'm so thankful that when I do go through this experience, knock on wood, that she's still around. Like, I have my mom. Mm-hmm. and Because my mom, one, is very much an advocate. Like, if she... I've seen it with my grandmother. If something's not right, she will complain and complain and complain yeah. until somebody, whatever. That's and then something. on top of that, she's a white woman. So, you know what I mean? Like, if she starts yelling and shit like People that, they might listen. be like, whatever. So, That's I'm grateful that I do have her for that. But... um my doctor, I've had my doctor since I was literally like two years old or some shit like that. And she just retired in uh, September. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like the same fucking doctor. I, never I don't blame had, her like, for this year. <laughs> I don't blame her for 2020. <laughs> She's like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> she, no, but it's been like a couple of years that we knew that she was going to retire because her mm. mom was getting really sick. Oh, okay. And like, she's getting older too. She's like in her 60 something, whatever. And, you know, she's pension time. She yeah. fine. You Severance, know what I mean? Like, whatever. Yeah. She been around, did Let me it. get out of here. And she was like, let me just take care of my mother, who's really old and, like, sick. Yeah. So she decided to retire. And I had told my mom. It's like they were taking all of the charts, and they were essentially just transferring it over to this new doctor yeah. that was coming from somewhere else. And I told my mom, I was like, uh, I don't My mom also has reservations and doesn't know if she wants to use her. But I was just like, yeah, I think I'm just going to attempt to find like another black woman doctor here and she was just like she was like oh, okay why and I, I told her i was like you know there's been many cases that like black people in general especially black women haven't gotten the treatment that is necessary For over 100 years and whatever <laughs> yeah. and she was just like i don't like she was just like i don't know like really like i don't think and i was just like there's really For people documents. to refute that is weird but it's just like it's for her experience she but that's what I'm saying. It, that, right? That's her experience. So I'm like, with, I'm like, I felt comfortable. I'm not saying that there's no white doctors or other 
races that yeah. can treat me. My doctor, I felt very comfortable with my doctor. Mm. My doctor always went over and above when it came to me, my mom, my grandma, my sister, like whomever went there. Yeah. She all like all her patients. It's not a blanket that's statement across all That's why she was always. That's why she was always late. Like she was hours late all the time because she literally took her time with patients, and that's what everybody loved her and stayed with her forever. Because you knew that she was going to take care of you. She was going to make sure that she would do everything possible to figure mm-hmm. it out. Like, even if it was just in your mind, she'll do all the testing. Not so quick to I'm diagnose. like, now it's a new doctor. She's new. She's younger. Like, she doesn't know me. Like, Dr. Kingston was a white, like, that was my doctor. She's a white lady, but she knew me since birth. You she can read eventually, a history. She eventually grew an attachment to me. Like, yes. she knew yes. everything about me. Empathy. Always. Yeah. Boat jobs, whatever. I was like, this next lady coming in, she young, she don't give a fuck. And those variables are important too because if you have a doctor that knows at a certain point you are stressed about this job or Absolutely. stressed about this family situation, they can attribute it to certain things that are happening mm-hmm. to you health-wise. They know whereas, my history. Yeah, like, whereas this woman doesn't have context other than the charts. Man, yeah. Which is charts are like, not emotion-filled. <laughs> but then it's also like, oh, like how far back does she need to go? Because like I do have a history of anxiety and depression, and my worst time was 10 years ago. Mm. So I call her now, it's like, oh, is she going to look back 10 years ago to see what the fuck I was yeah. on? Or I also have rheumatoid arthritis, but I haven't done anything about it. Is she going to look all the way back? And am I, because I ain't the greatest, going to remember uh, it to be like, oh, yeah, I had this, this, and this, and yep. it used to be on this. And yep. I ain't that person. And preventative <laughs> methods, crazy. too, right? Yeah. With things that you've gone through before, yeah. there are preventative methods to stop certain things from happening later on. And if she doesn't know that full history just off the top of her head, yeah. Then it's gonna be way harder to diagnose yeah. you. She's gonna have to diagnose you when something actually happens yeah. instead of preventing it before yeah. it, it happens. Like, yeah. I, I went to church with my doctor, my family doctor. <laughs> so I was like, I can't tell you shit. <laughs> like, I wanna be like, yo, my lungs are hurting right now because I smoke all the sweep. I'm like, oh my gosh, you gotta tell my mom. Oh, so I can't, Patient like, doctor of confidentiality, you know, though. I, do I guess that. So. But that doesn't exist in but certain even, churches. Yeah. But even so, like, I can see them in judgmental and shit. Seven day Adventist <laughs> yeah, lives. No. Like, because one time I did, like, like, she, she looked at me. She's like, do you uh, partake in smoking, Norman? Like, <laughs> you know, Doc. She saw your eyes. She <laughs> I'm like, you know, eyes. Doc. She's like, okay, I just want to, I, I want to suggest that you stop. I'm like, I can't, I can't see you no more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I don't blame you. I got, I got to see somebody else. Yeah, no. I then I saw, I saw a young doctor, but it was weird. <laughs> yeah, like you're saying, seeing young doctors. Like I saw a doctor that was like my age, and I was like. Yeah, me further than know. that is like a, you. it's a but human thing the, though. At, at, the at the same, same time, because like, you, I don't believe every therapist, every psychiatrist, mm-hmm. every psychologist mm-hmm. is really keeping it to the patients. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's just like I don't believe in telling somebody something that has a best friend that I don't want to get out. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a best friend that they confide in. And everyone bring that confidentiality. Everyone, (laughs) but everyone needs that because there's there's some things you just really can't keep to yourself. And if you do, it's gonna it's it's hindering you as a human being. So you have to have these outlets. And I understand. No, but there's sometimes best friends where you can't tell everything, and you know that you can't tell everything. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's the same with like your doctors and your therapists. 
what some I people will, you just can't tell everything. Like they will really act either use it against you mm-hmm. or expose it to somebody else, and you never know where that some that somebody else the somebody else always has a best friend. That's mm-hmm. my thing. Yeah, the somebody else the, the you confiding in someone does not mean that that person is your sole confider, and you yeah. guys do that. Back it always and forth. continues down. It the line. always continues. There's always someone else that yeah. that person yeah. confides in. That that person confides in. And somebody has a boyfriend that they tell everything mm-hmm. to, and it's just it's it's a never <laughs> ending cycle. The moment somebody tells me don't tell cycle. anybody, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna tell my my one person. <laughs> my one person telling me, exactly. But they told you not to tell exactly. somebody. Exactly. That's on, my initial. That. That's always been my thought. I'm like, if I feel the need to relay this to someone to get it off my chest. Don't you Especially think sometimes when that? it's not my information. <laughs> well, yeah. the, the, and I'm just like, there's gotta be a million other people because I even. To that, I still think about that and sometimes discern between what I should say and what, and what I shouldn't. You shouldn't say. So I'm like, if I even have that initial thought and I'm discerning, there's got to be a couple million people who never discern, <laughs> don't even know how to spell discernment, <laughs> and cause are just blabbing to everyone. Who's discernment? But, well, but, but what I will say with doctors and like therapists, etc., is that legally, if you do find out that they've been talking, you then fuck them up. Their ass is grass. Yeah. Like, you can Literally. definitely, yeah. like, sue them, them the for dirt. that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you can put them in the dirt. <laughs> for sure. Man, I know but, some people that have breached that, like, bad. <laughs> and that's... But, but because I'm just that, them. I'm just that guy them. where, like, yo, Norm, I gotta tell you for some reason it's you, Norm. I'm like a... And that's the same with lawyers as well. Like, do you know what I mean? You're supposed to. And if you don't, then shit. If word gets out, I'm suing you for sure. You're not even supposed to say if you believe your client is is guilty or innocent. Yeah. And a lot of people definitely still tell tell Um, people, like, yeah, no, this guy's guy's out of here. In regards to younger doctors, sometimes I am intrigued by them because they know newer medicines and stuff like Mm. that. So it's kind of like... Some, there's some doctors that are so ancient and they just is like, oh, I've been doing this forever, so I'm just going to stick yeah. to the ways that I know. The ones that still and think weed's don't, bad. Yeah, and they don't want to like adapt and you know do research on new things or be open-minded, whatever. And then there's a new doctors who come in and they'll be like, oh, well, this is more of a holistic approach instead of just pushing medicines and stuff like that. That's so, a fact. Oh, so my God, that's a fact. It's like it's kind of like you have to find somebody who's Happy in the middle medium. because it's like some things just can't be fixed. Sometimes you need to robotism. Like, sometimes a banana's not going to do it. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you can't do a holistic approach. Sometimes yeah. you really do need the medication yeah. or whatever, right? So you need that person that's going to be like, okay, Heavy balance. like try to educate themselves, whether they're older or younger, on like all the different practices and whatever age group. Shout out like Dr. Sebi. But- <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, but I felt I felt that way with my therapist. <laughs> Why are you dying? I go to my therapist. Like her picture looks one way on the internet. I go to her um, in person for the first time. I was like, "This girl is young." Like I went, I purposely chose like a black woman, whatever. How she look on the internet? She looked uh, older, right? <laughs> she didn't look too old. That, that's the marketing, though. But she that's looked the like marketing. older. Who whoever wants to tell it, somebody 20-something years old their <laughs> no, no, problems? No, no. She's older than me, but... Do you <laughs> no, know but that's what I'm saying. Like, like, you don't want to look 20-something years old. Yeah. I've noticed this in all therapist photos. Yeah. They never want to look young, psychologists. Yep, all of them. Yeah, they all doctors, try to look as old as humanly shit. possible yeah. so, so that they can impart the wisdom on you. Whoever takes their headshot, shout out to them. You got let go. Y'all niggas. Taking headshots and Polaroids. Let's make 
making them look older and touch. Refrigerator um, pics. I'm pissed. So I go to my therapist and like we're talking, whatever. And this is the first session. And she's asking me all this shit, like what I want to work on. And I'm telling her and I'm like, how many therapists have you had? Uh, I've only had two. Two therapists. Yeah. The first one didn't work out. Well, the first one was when I was younger, when I was like super, super depressed. Like, and so this is my first one as a as an adult. I whoa, yeah. The first the one was when I was like twenty something. <laughs> this is yeah. the first one with the salary. Okay, gotcha. When I had insurance. <laughs> That's a different type of adult. Let's be very real. <laughs> That's no, it's a not even that. It was adult. like I really wanted to heal my shit. Yeah. And so I found her, and I just went to her, and I was just like, oh, I like her enough. She's down the street, and she like. That's you know? that psychic intuition yeah, right there. Yeah. That's that it. That's that thing right there. But it's also like I go to every session. I'm like, I already knew this shit. <laughs> like, but I just need you to confirm. Psychic. I'm paying you. <laughs> psychic. Confirm. Confirm my thoughts, bitch. <laughs> um, no. So we have the first session and whatever, right? And um, at the end of the session, whatever, uh, or through the session, I guess I did laugh or something like that. At the end of the session, she was like, "I have a question." I was mm. like, "Okay." She was like, are you Ace from Full 93.5? I was like, God damn it! (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. I was like, I did not want nobody to know. Maybe she just... I just looked at her, and I was like, how would you know? And she was like, "Uh, when you broke out and laughed, that's when I knew for sure it was Ah. you. She laugh. knows your radio she was laugh. Like, I heard you laugh, and she was like, "I knew." She was like, "At first, I was like, oh, her voice sounds familiar.'" But when I heard that laugh, I was like, "Yeah, for sure." You got a you. signature laugh. And Look I was at you. Like, Dang, signature so all radio that laugh. Shit I was talking about my coworkers. Now you know who my fucking coworkers. Yep, it's a rap. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Peter. And I sat there and I was she like, "She can blackmail you like crazy." Yeah. <laughs> so you know Peter Cash. She got me fired. <laughs> 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 I predict that you will be fired. Hey, Peter. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but yeah, I was definitely conflicted in that situation because I was like, oh, okay, she knows who I am now. Do I really want to continue going to her? Like, maybe I don't want somebody who's this young and, like, black. Maybe I don't want anybody black at all now because mm. realistically, like, it's not like we have hella options. So, you know, like, our... Moms could be 50, 60 still listening yep. to flow and shit like that, yep. right? Yeah. And I was just like, dang, like, I don't... And I also don't want her to think... Because sometimes I go... I used to go on air and I would either, like, you know, embellish... Not embellish, like, completely lie, but make it a little bit more... Juicy. Appealing. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or I would... Yeah, pour the gravy on it. Yeah, extra, gravy. extra gravy. Extra. I don't do this on here, you guys. I'm completely 150% transparent on this podcast right here, okay? Because I d- can't get fired unless, the transparency unless is Marlon the sauce, wants so. to get me fired. <laughs> the <But> transparency <laughs> is the sauce, though. But on radio, like, you can only say so much, right? Yeah. And then also, I would also take friend stories, and I would act as if it was my own story. Like, mm. because I was like, oh, ain't shit happening with me. Let me take my friend's stupid-ass stories and make it seem like it's mine. <laughs> Yeah. That's what rappers do. Fuck it. Fuck it. Why not? Just make it like it's mine. It. Whatever. Whatever's going to get people calling in and me the getting the call. <laughs> Facts. And so I was so worried that she was going to listen and take this in <laughs> and be like, so on air you mentioned that this happened and this happened. And then oh I would go God. to her like a normal, like, because a lot of people lie hey, in their, their therapy <laughs> sessions and they'll be like, oh, like... 
oh, I don't have a problem. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of people aren't open with that. So I was scared that I would be like, no, that's a lie. And she'd be like, oh, I don't believe you. And I'd be like, no, it's really a fucking lie. And I would get myself wrapped up in some shit. Yo, that, oh, I was very concerned about that. That's fucking amazing. That's fucking amazing. That's amazing. Holy shit. Holy oh, shit, that's funny as fuck. That's wild. I was really, really worried about I don't blame you. <laughs> I can't blame you at all. I would be worried. I was worried like, as she's gonna too. think that, like, I I'm flew. Fucked. Like, she's gonna think I flew out here and I fucked this guy and then he, like, went and fucked my Holy best friend shit. and then got her pregnant and shit like that. And so I'm like, that could the- potentially happen, but oh. it didn't happen. Did you go in the room, like, um, I know you listen this week, right? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, right after she said that. <laughs> so, I need to get to know my patients before I could really, really, really dive deep. Really dive deep. So right after she said that, she was like, I, I, I instantly was like, I just want to make a disclaimer that sometimes I do not tell stories that really reflect my life. So if you've heard something that yeah. you think is really outlandish, it might be true, but it might not be true. Because I do have those stories that Ask are fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's other things that I just take from my friends or other experiences yeah. and I try to make it mine. Yeah. So I was like, please. And she was just like, oh, no, 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 it's okay. I was like, okay. She's psychic. I guess. She's psychic. I know, I know stories are yours. She's psychic. Yeah. I know which ones belong to you. Don't worry. See, yeah. that's what the, th- ooh, that's the therapist you got to get. A psychic therapist. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. We found the key. Wow. Ivory. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my problems. I'll be your therapist. psychic. <laughs> therapist. I wonder if she listens to Extra Gravy. Uh, Who? Your the therapist? therapist? Mm, she probably does now. Yeah. <laughs> Hey. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> so much has happened Holy this episode. How have we gotten here? <laughs> Sidekicks, that's how. how did Let's we? It was already. Here. It was already written. All right. It, it was, was written, written in time. It was. We written. are just acting it out at this. That's point. the episode yeah. title. It was written. <laughs> nah, it's album two. Or is it Alicia Simone? <laughs> Yo, so like... I think Alicia Simone wins When it. I was really young, uh, when Raven Simone used to be on the Cosby show, my mom used to walk around with me and people like, oh, you look like the little girl from the Cosby show. So they used to think that like, well, call racist. me Raven Simone and shit like that. That's racist. You know, She's I mean, just mixed. Have you seen me when I was a kid? I did. I, you did kind of look like Raven. I'm not going <laughs> to Yeah. She didn't I look like Raven. Raven. She looked like Crow Simone. If that right. makes sense. <laughs> she looked like Oriole <laughs> Blue Jay Simone. <laughs> That's the Toronto version. You were, I don't, yeah, as a kid, as a kid. <laughs> you are Vulture Simone. Uh, <laughs> you know what's crazy, though, about my whole nephew thing? Like, I always told myself I never want kids. Because I'm like, man, for some reason, I know I don't want kids. Like, And there's p- parts of me like, maybe I do want kids. And you're like, I already got a kid. Nephew. You know how many times that, on this show he said, I already have a kid? Yeah. You've had this discussion yeah. where you've said, I don't, e- yeah. I don't know if I want I mean, a kid. You know Plus, I, I already kind of got one. Yeah. You but, said that. But it makes me think, I'm like, I have so many kids in my past life that in this life, I don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been baby This guy was Jamaican in his past life. That's why I say he breed too many pick me. He had to pick a favorite. Oh, this guy was, was Delroy. You were Bahamian. Oh my god, Delroy Alcanza. Not ready. Norman Manvel. Baby Ace. Jeez. Oh what? Jeez. Hold on. Let me see that. Let me see that. Hold on. Okay. Like Sarah's catalog. Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. Dead ass. 
I was on the Eaton's. That Remember is a Eaton's? headshot. You were Remember the mall, the kid? Eaton's? Yeah, I was on the one of their That things. is a headshot. And then Raven Simone. Okay, I see it. I see That's it. That's why yeah, I didn't. Okay. You just cute light skins. Just cute light skins. I can't. Skins. Put those two photos together. I'm not going to Photoshop to do that shit. No, you, you don't guys go are going to Photoshop. Just send, post send, one picture and then post early, the other one. <laughs> I will send it to you. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think every little light skin girl wanted to be Raven Simone. I like after seeing the Cosby show and she, seeing her success, is not necessarily you want to look like her or anything like that, but like. She's just so cool. She got a little on messy. the Cosby Show. Like, anytime this little girl came on the show, you're like, I'm about to get some jokes. <laughs> like, she's so witty and smart. She was definitely when cool. she was on Fresh Prince, I was like, Hey, yo, this little girl is a star, like a star, star. And the fact that she's grown and maybe we—I don't think we give Raven Simone her flowers. Mm-mm. Oh, I'm sure. Do I don't think we do because in terms of like, first of all, Cosby show, mm-hmm. there's no reason she should have been like such a beacon of light on that show, which already had so much light. Yeah. Like in terms of the family and how coordinated and like cool they were. When you seen Raven come on the show, it was like parsley <laughs> i was like this is gonna make it so much better <laughs> this episode is gonna be so much better that now she's in it and then fresh prince i remember that episode where she was running will smith like just running him and she was a star on that then the that's a raven when you're talking about cheetah girls they just did cheetah girls on on clubhouse yeah they said a cheetah girls, cheetah girls is iconic. remake on clubhouse Kind of like Lion King. They have Cheetah Cheetah Girls auditions for Clubhouse because they're going to remake the movie. So it's like, Raven Simone, I feel like, is our Mary Kate Mm -hmm. and Ashley. No, so you know she was projected to have... You know um, what I mean? You you know she was projected to be the next Oprah. A few years ago. I don't ago. doubt it. Because they said that her her money is like a lot, but she was doing so much within media and whatever that they were like, oh, yeah, she's the next Oprah. Obviously, Oprah brought it to another level, but you I never like, know. Raven Simone could. She's still young. I feel she's like she like should have been on The View at some point. She should have been on The View by now. Um, I think she fits into that medium, especially like think to that video of her laughing. That's like just an ongoing meme now. She where she was on Instagram Live. Who was the girl that had disrespected her? There's a girl that had disrespected her that she oh, had yeah. beef with and that embarrassed themselves. And Raven Simone went on Instagram Live and made a sandwich and laughed and was like, the entire <laughs> and time. Just eating her All she did was go. Yo, that was, was so it an good. Instagram follower or <laughs> that Let's laugh see. was so good. Iconic, iconic moment. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. If you go on Instagram Live and have thousands of people watching you pettily make a sandwich and <laughs> eat it, and I she ended it after that. A pity sandwich. She made a petty sandwich. <laughs> she made a pity sandwich, man. And, and sat there, laughed, ate it, and came off the live. That's iconic. I can't remember who it was. That's iconic. Was Raven, no. we need you on the show. That's what we're saying. We Big need facts. you Big on the facts. show. You're an icon. I remember uh, this girl is so petty. Every time she gets on the Instagram live, 
there was this guy. I don't know if I'll ever be able to find him. He's like a gay guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he just was that type that he would always try to get on like celebrities' Instagram lives or somebody oh, famous so he could plug himself. So he gets on Raven Simone's live and he said something to her, pretty much diminishing who the fuck she was. And she just like cackled again the whole time. And she was like, honey, do you not know who I am? And I was just like, oh, shit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know what it like, is? Period. It's that whole, like, literally, this is why the internet's so corrosive sometimes. It's that one interview of her saying she's not black, she's American, mm-hmm. that people have stuck onto and said that they're going to continue giving her an L for. Right? Because it's kind of like the Tiger Woods moment of him saying, I'm not black. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for someone that <clears throat> is so revered in the black community, it's almost a slap in the face for you to say, I'm not black. Yeah. yeah. Really, you know what bro? I mean? And <clears throat> I understand people's, yeah, like, I understand people's, you know, indifference with it. With me, I'm always like, I don't care what the fuck you just said. <laughs> you're yeah. black. Like, at the end of the day, you're at black. At the end of the day, you get pulled over, nigga. You a nigga. Like, I don't mm. care what you say. And so, what I understand, and I also understand being rich your whole life <laughs> and not Literally. treated like a black person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <clears throat> there are black people who go through life and classism has, a, I've always said classism is worse than racism. I don't care what you guys say. Without, if there's Hell racism yeah. only and no classism, there's no homeless people. Right. <laughs> and I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with you not liking me because of my skin if everyone's eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with that. But the fact that you guys don't like the color of the skin and you treat people like trash, mm-hmm. like a fair, um, uh, what's it called, viewing of how classism works is the fact that white people don't even respect white people who are poor. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why classism always. That's why classism always trumps it for me because I'm like that transcends race. Because we're you don't even believe that now. It's not even white power for you in terms of we're just white and it's power. No, 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 you got to be rich rich power and white. So it's like classism trumps racism for me every time, and I understand. There's white power than wealth power. (sighs) Trust me, wealth supremacy and wealth power is way more drunk. I feel like mm-hmm. than white power. Oh, I man. feel like it's, it's so powerful. much more drunk because it will leave black people to believe in that they're white and have access to whiteness because they're <laughs> rich. And so when I hear certain things like Tiger Woods or Raven Simone with that whole black, I'm like, cool, there will come a day. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? There will right come now. a day. I don't care what you say now. You're on mm-hmm. top of the world now, of course. There will come a day. <laughs> OJ Simpson. There will come a day. You know what I mean? Like, he still has his MAGA hat literally on a fucking display case with the rest of his trophies and all that other shit. But there will come a day. Did White Trump people, get him out? Hmm? Did Trump get him out? Uh, I think he was... I think he got arrested. What he got arrested for was like... It was um, robbery. Robbery, in, theft. Uh, Vegas. Yeah. yeah, theft. So he went to jail, served his time, got out off that, but... Trump there will come definitely a t- fucking put his ass in jail. There will come a time unless there has already been a time. Mm-hmm. And I got to point back to the OJ actual case. If there wasn't a time where he felt more black than that case, <laughs> and it's kind of like Takashi. To go through what you've gone through and then come out the other side and still act the exact same. Oh, my God. Piece of shit. Why? I got no fucking hope for you. Fuck yeah. out of here. O.J. Simpson <laughs> came out and still acted like he's a Caucasian man to this day. 
He mm-hmm. acts like he's some Caucasian man. And we know the line. I'm not, not black, black. I'm OJ. OJ. So it's like, for that to be still a prevalent thing in your mind after what's happened to you. Yeah. After who backed you, nigga? Yeah. Like, if you go back and look at those videos of even just the the um the day that they announced guilty or not guilty. Mm-hmm. And you see the racial divide in America where white people are hoping this nigga gets fucking hung on TV. And black people, even though this guy stays dissing them, black people are still like, they they hear not guilty, black people are cheering. Black people have watch parties. Black people have cookouts because this guy got found not guilty. And then you come out and you still act like some Caucasian nigga. It's like, (laughs) all right. Takashi, same thing. You come out, still act like a dickhead, no changed behavior, still trying to chase a, a high and a, and a virality. It's like, it's what over What the fuck you. is it? What the fuck is that? <laughs> no, give me that. Hold on. What's that? Give me that. No, it's in our group chat. No, let this, me see that. Let me see that. Is that me? Yeah, look at this. Go in the group chat. Is that me? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys are talking about... People that look like Yo. Might have to tweet that out. Norm <laughs> has <laughs> found an app. Norm has no, that's found not, an that's app. not me. I know, but you were talking about like he just said Raven that if Simone you were to put, that you look if like. you were to put Rodman and me together, girl? then Is that's this a who girl dressed as Rodman. <laughs> That's light skin and looks like a. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, we gotta post that. Send me that. <laughs> what the fuck? No, y'all go check the Instagram right now. <laughs> go check the Instagram right now and look at Alicia Rodman. <laughs> look at Dennis West. That's <laughs> just crazy. <laughs> This is the greatest Acer race ever! <laughs> oh. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> Alicia Simone or is it Alicia Robbins? What is it? Oh, wow. I'm Holy sorry. shit. It's not Alicia West. <laughs> you didn't even say Alicia. Alicia right? West. Alicia West. Alicia. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He sorry, said Alicia. Alicia. That should be your tag, by the way. What? Alicia West. Alicia West. I can't even say Alicia. Alicia West. Alicia West. Like the Kanye West. Yeah. Mr. West thing. You should make that Alicia West. I think that'd be a Somebody run it for me. Tag. Send it to me. That'd be a sick tag. So whenever I get back on radio. <laughs> <laughs> you on key radio, bitch. In the- hey! hey! Let's go! Wednesdays at 2 p.m., bitch. Let's yeah. get it. Yeah, baby. Ooh. <laughs> All right. And turn the second down. He Jesus always, Christ. like, we're up here. And Daka. he goes, all the way over here. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, Daka. Yo, that was hilarious. Yo, he Calm needs down, to be honey. a WWE announcer. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> oh, my God. I you think I'm getting a- an intuition right now. Hold on. Let me trust my intuition. Hold on. <laughs> I foresee you as. I foresee you as a WWE announcer. If we announcer. were like a gravy gang wrestling trio, he oh would be the manager. Oh, my God. He'd be Jerry he King Lawler. He would be the, the- Jerry the King Lawler right here. You'd be Jimmy Hart, just like with the Matt Hart, mega with the mega horn, like oh my god, Matt Lawler. Oh Let's shit! Let's get ready to run. <laughs> Matt Buffer. Oh. Matt Buffer. Oh, oh shit! Oh, <laughs> um, speaking of sports, the Raptors. Oh my god. Oh. 
This is going to be one of those years, man. We're just going to be spiraling into we, obscurity. We're taking it back to the early We're going to be back spiraling like Beacom spins. Early 2010s. Early 2010s. Yo, no. Early 2010s. About five years ago. 2012, 2011. Bosh years. Oh, oh the Jamario uh, Moon Hapiel, years. Rafael Araujo. Not the Jamario Moon. Oh, the past the years, whatever his name was. Who used to do the past the years? Oh, oh, no. Andrea Bargnani? Oh, Jesus. I hate Primo Pasca. Primo Pasca sucked my dick. Yo, <laughs> you want to talk about a campaign that ruined a brand? Yeah. Andrea Bargnani. <laughs> like, no, I don't care All for Italian no more. All I buy is Mr. Noodles now, Primo. <laughs> No more Primo. No Simply more. delicious. No. Morris everyone. Peterson, his last years. I heard that nigga got hurt. No, don't do that. Why no, is that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Morris Peterson, herpes, That's and then Nelly Girl. It's pe- like, peanut butter and jam. It's uh, and then Starsky and Hutch. It's Moby and and him on his pedophilia tip trying to holler at Alicia. Who? What? When she was thirteen. Oh my god. Remember? 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 Don't do that. I'm just saying it was. No R. Kelly. Holy shit. Holy shit. She was just tall, man. My God. You just wanted to know where I got my sneakers. That's all. That's all. It was when I was old enough, when I was 21. Sneakerhead journey. Yeah, it was like, oh, I could buy sneakers and get NBA players. She looked at her, trusting her intuition. Psychic! Oh my god. Hey, you know anybody anytime somebody asks you your shoe size, it means something else. Okay? Your shoe size. <laughs> size. Yeah, I hate when that happens. That happens to me with first letters. Yeah, yeah. I'll switch up the first letter of both of the words that I want to say. Yeah, yeah. And just completely fuck it up. Like move basketball, I'll be like move basketball. <laughs> no, what the, what no the combo blood? <laughs> <laughs> What the combo blot? That makes no sense for him because he says shoe size. They mm. both start with S. But I said shoe size. Shoe size. Shoe size. He messes up the second you letter. I'm not like the word. The shoe. The shoe is what I messed up. Okay. Oh I'm drinking. I, I was winking a lot of drink. I mean, drinking um, a lot of wine. Do you guys have any? Uh, <laughs> do you guys have any New Year's resolutions? Uh, new year resolutions. A, a new, I already new said years. I ain't got none because I'm not going to be that person. Keeping the pressure off. Good job. Yeah. I'm proud of you, Norm. Well, well, my, Any my, goals for this year, 2021? Well, one of the goals Not was, have a child. Aside from handing out free baby food. Oh, you know, that's always the thing. Free baby food. We're giving out free, free baby, baby food. food. Free yeah, baby yeah, I always food. get free baby food every week to whoever needs it. You know, whoever needs Send it. Me oh, a that's signal, how you please. make it? Yeah. Well, no. I, well, that's like they pay for that. Well, like, I work. And then the extra. Whatever's because there's always leftovers. Excess. And I hate oh, dashing it, so I just like round it up and I just hit people up and I just go. That's and my path norm. And path norm. You know, yeah, hit you me know. up, please. No, because I, I'm guaranteed I probably have a lot of moms that um, follow, young mothers that follow. Hey man, this is what I used to do in my past life, feeding all my children. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So like, I was a bit, I was a pops back in the day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all my little Jamaican children. <laughs> all in all other countries, like everywhere. He took care of all the moms. <laughs> all, all the kids. Those, all the kids got love from Uncle from, from Papa Norm. But uh no, what what's my New Year's resolution? You know, like when when Alicia was going through the list of things that she accomplished last year that she actually set out, and I was thinking, I'm like, what did I actually set out to do last year? Yeah. Um and I, I know like 
coming into the end of the year, I was like, man, I just want to have, like, by the start of the year, I want to know that I have, like, 10 Gs just, like, chilling. And I don't even got to look at it and just know that it's right there, just hanging. Mm. I was like, how am I going to do this? I don't got no job. I'm like, how am I going to do But I'm going to, somehow it's going to happen. And then the tax check came in. <laughs> That's what happens when you don't do taxes yep. for 10 years. I told you. You get $10,000. I told you, brother. I fucking told you, didn't I? I said it. I was like, do the taxes, man. You won't get that yo, money. Because we've yo, been poor. Yo, bro. We've been poor. You know what I'm saying? In terms of like, the government, we've been poor. So it's like... You got your trillium funds. You got your trillium. You got your um your GST. HST, you have all, all the forgiveness uh money that you get when you make under a certain amount. Yeah, I told you this money is sitting there for you, bro. So when the money came in, I was like, man, I gotta be smart. I, I guess I met that 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 uh that New Year's resolution or not even New Year's resolution. It was like literally last quarter. Mm. I was like going into New Year's. I want to know that I got ten G's. I don't even got to touch, and it's just there. For me, it was peace of mind. Yeah. I was like, I've never done my taxes. I know this mm. is going to fucking bite me in the ass one day. Let me get it out of my mind. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things where every time someone brought up a GSC check, I'm like, I should do my taxes. Bro. You know what I mean? Trust. Somebody brings up a return or, oh, it's tax season, and I'm just like, I should do my fucking taxes. <laughs> Bro, I'm I always have... scared because you just don't know. They never taught you how that shit works. I have my taxes, my tax, my receipts of 2020 Already filed, ready to go. Touch, Touch me. me. Sorry, part of my Trust left. Me. Part of my left. Soft. Boom. You know what I'm saying? I got so my. I, I have it in my envelope, ready to just know. hand over. I get. You After know what you got to do? Get a multi folder. So one of those yeah, yeah. binder type things that it's categorizes, separates right? it. That's what I have groceries, right now. Groceries, clothing. Uh, Anytime rent, I get home phone, and I go from groceries, anything, gas. especially as creatives, and um, especially being a part of this show and the other creative stuff you do outside of it. You can. There's so many things you can write off as fashion. Like you yeah, can write off yeah. haircuts. You can write off uh, um, man, groceries. Why, you, why, why you think of my Nike all the time, man? Because I know that's part of my wardrobe. <laughs> this is like I'm a performer. Yep. This is part of like what I do. Yep. This is Jeez. those receipts, bro. You know all the shoes I take that I'm my buying. girlfriend's receipts. You think it's a game? What? My girlfriend be buying something. I'll be like, yo, give me that. I see receipts <laughs> left over at a restaurant. I'm like, yo, that's, that's, that's just telling my mom. Right Big there. facts. Give me hers. I need to start telling all these people I bought a, a sneakers you off especially. of Facebook yeah, Marketplace. Alicia. No, I claim all my shit. But I've been buying a couple of kicks Not off of this February, Facebook Marketplace. But next February, you better be prepared. You in that so, different bracket. What? Get You taxed? in that different bracket. Yeah. Get taxed? Yeah. Well, that's why I'm doing the whole TFSA shit. Well, you're and like RSP, so that it will you're lower. You're part of M2M. You good, man. You good. M2M podcast going to teach you. Y'all listen to M2M podcast. Don't forget, Alicia yes, also sir. hosts a second podcast. M2M, if you want some financial, um, mm-hmm. some fiscal um, uh, education. Something about real estate, entrepreneur stuff. Yep. Just that even stuff. just inspiration for making money, honestly. Yeah. if you If it's as simple as that. You got so many guests that you guys have had. Yeah, that we do. Are we talk about a lot of people. We just talked to uh, Brandon Gomez. Page he talked Ooh, about is it, it. Is her name Page? Was her name Page? The, um, the girl did real estate. Priscilla. Priscilla. That's what it yes. was with a P. Yes. Yeah, Priscilla. Priscilla. Um, we talked about. Uh, we talked to Fresh from Get Fresh Company. Fuck all yeah, that. Yeah. Your co-hosts. Yeah. Look <laughs> at your co-hosts. You know what yeah, I mean? Like you don't even need money guests. in real estate and development and shit like that. But yeah, we talk. We try to talk to people who are millennials. That are just making moves and stuff like that. Very important. Yeah. Very important. I feel like when outside opens up, 
you guys, in terms of live shows, if you, I don't know what you guys got planned, obviously, but I think mm-hmm. you guys could be very important in Toronto's black culture in terms of young people learning how to make about that money. financial responsibility and yeah. intelligence. Because There's a lot of things that can come from me, workshops and stuff so like that. There's so much shit we didn't know that we didn't know. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, there's so much things that I didn't know. Even just talking about this tax stuff, like, I didn't know the, all these benefits. I didn't know all these things that were afforded to me because of my financial situation yeah. that are outside of welfare, outside of, like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, people yeah. just giving you money. Like, this is money that you're owed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I feel like a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know how to invest, where to invest, how to get started, how much money you need, uh, what to look for, all these different things that you guys tackle on this show that's yeah. super important, especially if we want to break generational curses, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and create generational wealth. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the things you guys talk about on that show is super important. And yeah. in we terms try. of black and people just taking risks, I honestly, think that's a huge thing. And we started this in a pandemic. So yeah. it's like yeah. everything yeah. that we've done has kind of been like sometimes limited or whatever. So we'll see where it can venture off. And like the the man that's like funding it all and stuff like that who owns the development company, he's given us two years to try to make something shake. So we need y'all to listen Maybe. and subscribe. I don't think it'd be hard for you guys. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think it'd be difficult for you guys. It's not a lot of people. It's a niche market. Yeah. Um, it's not a lot of people doing it in Toronto, especially mm-hmm. not at the level of, of what you guys are doing. Yeah, here. our video content is everything. You guys, really you guys gotta, you guys gotta just stay consistent, honestly. Because, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, like you said, the production quality is there. Mm-hmm. It's not like the episodes sound janky or anything like that. Like everything is there in place for you guys to Succeed. reach that upper echelon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, maybe in terms of collaboration, I probably you guys probably need to do more of that with other financial podcasts in the future. Yeah. But other than that, what you guys are doing right now is perfect. Yeah. I listen to, uh, not every episode, but I've listened mm-hmm. to most of the episodes and every time I'm like, I gotta make some money. <laughs> I gotta make some That's money. That's how I feel every time I leave. Yeah, I, got, I, I was like, yo, no. Alicia must be on motivation a million will be I around pull these up, niggas. I pull up to the house. I don't even gotta talk to anybody. I Trust just pull me. up to this big old house Damn. where all the Porsches, Bentleys, Benzes, McLarens, Telsas, like literally there's 10 Fuck, cars man. that are just like crazy, pimped out, whatever. And I show up with my like little Hyundai, whatever it's called. Shit, you and got a car. You got a car. You got a car. And my car is nice for what it is. Hey, like, yeah. <laughs> nice and enormous car. Yeah. Hey, man, it's not even mine, okay? It's, it's not even on Limblah to hey, me, okay? Mr. Bart. I will say, <laughs> mine is like the highest level you can get for that one. It so, it's the highest high Hyundai, nigga. <laughs> you talk about high Hyundais, there's no other higher Hyundais <laughs> than the high Hyundai. I'm than the high Hyundai, okay? Um, but yeah, I just show up and I'm just like, dang, like it just kicks into uh, a little bit more motivation and shit like that. And so, um, I'm just so change it. Just, <laughs> just record it. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> she feels pressure now. She's like, wait, what do I have to do? What's going on? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scratching his head and shit like that. Was like, He's I like, keep talking. Please, please, please keep talking. Now, boy, please, please keep talking. You're doing great. Please. Go ahead. Go ahead. Please. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Please, please keep going. I'm dead. Uh, I don't even know. I like this part. (laughs) Just showing up is motivation. And then obviously being able to talk to them. And like not even like my coworkers, but the people that we have in the behind the scenes, uh, like Dukes. 
Dookie Dukes, who's uh, been filming and stuff like that, and he's been able to do amazing things. Dukes is filming? Yeah. Say yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> you guys have Dukes filming? Yeah, he's like our main Oh, man, that nigga wants to be rich, editor. rich. <laughs> Duke already, Dukes is already financially responsible on another yeah. level mm-hmm. than niggas. He's a Capricorn. From way before. <laughs> like, niggas, yeah. way before I knew niggas being serious about content, about being financially responsible, mm-hmm. all that stuff, Dukes was on it. Mm-hmm. Like, Dukes has always been that nigga that's way more mature than any other nigga in the room. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And always forward thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I fuck with Dukes the most. Like, he's always forward thinking. He's n- he's the opposite of lazy. The com- contrast of lazy, yeah. whatever that polar opposite is, that's Dukes. And he's always been that type of guy. So, like, it, I feel like that's some sort of alignment for him to be a part of that show. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah, he started he started doing their video content and stuff like that for um M five V developments. Shout out to Core Creative, man. And yeah, so he started doing that and then obviously they're like, Okay, let's do the podcast. So he's been working with them for a minute now and um actually Daniel, one of the co hosts on the podcast, he when I got my job, he was like, Oh, congratulations, whatever, whatever. I was like, Yeah, I'm com like we're buying a house 2022 or whatever yeah. I said. And he, I was like, I just need some time, you know, to get everything in order. Mm-hmm. And he was like, nah, he was like, Deuce came to me and told me he was going to buy a house in two, three years. And I put him in a house in six months. So he was like, Damn. I was like, <laughs> Damn. but I'm not doing hey, six months. <laughs> don't talk down on it. Yo, don't talk down on it. Why not? No, it's not I that. It's like, I don't know if I want to right now, but who knows? So we'll yeah, see, okay. but anything that, anything yeah. is possible. Yeah. like obviously, but uh, if it's yeah. a want, then by any means, talk down. On it. You yeah, know what I mean? like <laughs> wants cool, but like aspirations. I feel like we talk so negative. I feel like so many people don't realize how even joking negatively talking on themselves absolutely affects them. Yeah, and affects the energy around them. Like mm-hmm. constantly say- going online saying, "Oh, I'm so poor." Or I'm so broke. Or, oh, broke life. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, all Even those things Even saying something as small as I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, you constantly saying I don't know at the end of a sentence is really solidifying the fact that you don't know. And that yeah. you have no no yearning to seek to that know. knowledge. Yeah. Or make I mean? decisions. I was doing that today. I was like, oh, maybe... Like, this girl was like, how oh, she's going to deliver a birthday cake to me. Shout out to her. She wants to give me a birthday cake <laughs> and she was just like so like what's what's some of your favorite things and i was like oh maybe like i don't know maybe this and then like she was just like okay when can i drop it off and i was like oh maybe like i was like what's wrong with me like <laughs> maybe maybe you can do something nice for <laughs> yeah, me like, um, come drop it off at like 10 or on, 11 a.m on saturday like maybe no what's the day that i color <laughs> these are the things that are like what's the day that i'm not busy that you can do something nice for me um <laughs> yeah. saturday 10 i get like that though yeah you gotta get into to those. I think that's a very human thing. It's just that we're not like it, feeling of insecurity. I feel like should be looked at as a power in a sense because it's kind of solidifying like some humbleness. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And like you're also open minded at the same time to any possibility. Yeah. So I think looking at insecurity sometimes, obviously for the most part, is a negative thing right because people look at insecurities and how it affects them like other people's insecurities how it affects them like a guy mm-hmm. noticing his girl's insecure 
is not thinking about, okay, how do I um, ensure for her that loyalty is a real thing? Mm-hmm. It's, ah, uh, her last man cheated on her. She's going to think about this, like, with every nigga. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You're making it about them. Really- instead of being like, okay, you know, cheating is something that's a possibility for anyone. Yeah. How do I remedy this feeling? How can I make her feel And make secure? her feel secure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's so simple, though. It's really not it's hard. It's really fucking simple. It's really not hard. Like, it's had- a little thing called communication. Yeah. <laughs> Talk it out. That is, the Let insecurity cure is communication. If you say everything that no, you but it's need also, to it's also like being sympathetic and empathetic on like the person's situations and understanding like okay this is what they're really going through like mm. i've had times where it's like okay i get to the point sometimes where i need reassurance right and it if is. i'm asking you and saying like hey just tell me if this. i got it then tell me i got it then yeah like, <laughs> yeah if i literally come to you and be like hey is this something that you really want to do and it is and just say yes like what's the why does it make like why I can is it understand such a big deal it being into, of you saying like yes? I can understand it being annoying if on everything mm-hmm. you need reassurance. Yeah, I think that's one thing where, um, I'm, I can only speak for men. Mm-hmm. Um, as men, it's like how much do I have to do? You know what I mean? And like you constantly think you're reassuring this person, mm-hmm. and yet they still show you hints of doubt. Mm-hmm. Throughout, right? Mm-hmm. And for men, I think for the most part, we have those doubts, but we'll we'll flush them to the side pretty quickly because yeah. of ego. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're like, oh, we are the big fish. She likes me. She don't like anybody. Else. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And whereas women are just like, yo, listen, anything is fucking possible right now. This nigga could be leading me on. This nigga mm-hmm. could be doing this and that and third. But if it's somebody that's coming to you and is like, okay, I understand this is like some that I'm trying to work on mm-hmm. and like I'm asking you this because I just need reassurance in this moment like why wouldn't you be sympathetic and just try to work with them on it but what when is the time aware, limit on when that when they're aware of it is there a time limit on reassurance though because is there how I mean, many times do I have never to reassure gets you if there's something that never gets like fixed so say it's a newer relationship and this happens it's like okay like let me just do whatever I have to do right now to like be like okay we're, I'm in this with you, right? Mm. If it's, oh, you guys live together and you guys been together for like five years and you said you was going to work it on it in the first year, yeah. then, okay, sure, that gets tiring. But yeah. if it's something new and someone's like, okay, I'm working on it and I'm aware of this and sometimes this is what happens, mm. like, I don't know, I just feel like you should be, you should at least try and if they're not making an effort to, you know, correct that, obviously nothing's going to be perfect, like, that's when you can make your decision and go the other way. I think it's harder, especially with childhood trauma stuff. Mm -hmm. Because that's stuff that's been instilled in you for decades. And it's not even your fault. And it's not your fault. Sometimes it's subconscious. You don't even know that Mm -hmm. it's there until that person points it out to you. And my biggest problem, I feel like, is just in general, not even just in relationships, is that people expect people to change overnight. You You know what I mean? And just because somebody has taught you better... That you should now run with that, and that should be your life's code from now on. Like, at the end of the day, I thought this way for so long. You telling me this in this one moment, yes, reassuring for this one moment, doesn't mean I'm going to apply it across the board. I felt this way for this long. (laughs) You let me feel this way for 10 minutes. That's Mm. not going to equate. You know what I mean? That's Mm. not going to become a normality until you consistently 
are reassuring me of certain things. Yeah. Like there are people who have been just with their family and have been led to believe that they're lesser than mm-hmm. for whatever reason, the way they're treated, the things that they're, they had to endure or do. And now you're in a relationship with this person and they live there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> they live there. Mm-hmm. You are a moment. You know what I mean? And you can reassure left, right, and center. But I live here in mm-hmm. this non-reassurance. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think people don't take into account those things. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy to get frustrated if your reassurance is from a selfish point of view. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, I'm reassuring you so that I feel better. I'm reassuring you so that you don't annoy me anymore. I'm reassuring you so that it doesn't dampen our evening when you get into this mode. Yeah. Instead of, I'm reassuring you so that you feel better. Mm-hmm. I'm reassuring you that so that you know that you're a valuable human being. And you can heal from this. And you yeah. can heal from this. And like it's, it's just so, it's so difficult for people to discern between the two. Because at the same time, you have people who abuse that. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, you have people who abuse their insecurities and will know and full and well and play on it and because they, they know like they the get fuck out of them. and they know that they get a certain reaction from it mm-hmm. and there's a certain emotion attached to it and that's the comfortable they're comfortable in that emotion you know what i mean you know something i always do i catch myself nowadays like before i want to like i guess provide my my two cents mm. you know First and foremost, I ask if it's warranted if you want it, first and foremost, because I'm not yeah. going to put it on you if you don't even care for it. Consent. Right? Consent, exactly. <laughs> Secondly, I, like when I ask that, I'm like, uh, fuck, it's happened. I'm, it happened again. My you fucking went blank. Off, went blank. <laughs> God damn it, Norman, it's 2021. Was I, was, I was holding it for so long. And I Did you like, smoke? No, I didn't no. actually. You didn't. I, I, you didn't. So you need to smoke to be able to remember. Retain information. <laughs> Hold on, we, we, we was talking about... Uh, oh. We're you talking about <laughs> doing it from a selfish point of view. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> intuition, um, I, I trusted my intuition. So, <laughs> Ivory Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> No, when uh. I, when I'm t- before I, t- I tell people, you know, if I have a strong feeling like, and I need to tell somebody something, mm. before I even tell them, I ask them if it's warranted, if they want it, consent. Um, but you know what? It's gone. I can't even. I, I, I tried. It, <laughs> he tried. Uh, it'll come back. You'll, it will it come, it'll back. come back. I was holding it for um, so long, and then yeah. finally when I was it, like, all right, I'm ready to say you it, I make like, notes. oh, man. That's that old age kicking <laughs> yes. in. I was going to say that... Um, <laughs> For me, like, a great situation is, like, sometimes it gets into, it's a sticky situation or whatever. Um, for the first guy that I talked to 2019, early 2020, like, our biggest problem was communication, right? And I said to him, like, hey, I don't like the way that we communicate, like, the type of ways we communicate and how often, considering it was, like, long distance, like, FaceTime. like. Yeah. We're just going to go once, if once a week FaceTiming, and, like, that's just not going to work for me. So I brought it up. For him, it's, like, something that's he's not that – he's not a talker. He's not comfortable with it. And so it's, like, okay, like, I get that, and I understand it's something that you change. But for me personally and learning how to have boundaries, I can't stay in that situation forever mm-hmm. hoping and praying that, that you, you change. Yeah. Like, I wait a little, and I don't see any change, mm-hmm. and it's not getting any better. It's like, all right, I need to keep it moving. I need to trust I need my to, intuition. Yes, I need to, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you just never know how long. Like, I actually, he was one of the people that I talked to on New Year's, and he was like, 
I have not FaceTimed him since like May and like not really even talked to him at all. And I did. And he was just like, I had to answer because he was like, I know like how you are and how like solid you've been and how allowing like this is my New Year's resolution to be better in terms of communicating with people who like I really care about and who have, you know, showing me that they deserve it and stuff like that. So it's like, okay, it's what, uh, eight, nine, ten months later, I don't know when we stopped talking, whatever, we yeah. stopped talking <laughs> later. And now he's like, yeah, like I'm actively ready to like work on this now. Right. So it's mm. like I could have stayed that whole eight, nine, ten months just being miserable or I could have just went and lived my life and had fun and, yep, yep. you know, enjoyed some good times and then some horrible times. Like, <laughs> no, it wasn't horrible. Nothing was That's horrible. very real, though, being ready for things because there's certain things you, you think you're ready people. for. Yeah, you think you're ready for certain things sometimes and you're, you, in hindsight, you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And even still, even though he says like, oh, yeah, like this is what I'm working on this year, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, I get you it. You know no. where I'm at. If you if you need me, yeah. holla. No, I get it. I <laughs> remember thinking I was ready for the me. VJ search when I did the <laughs> VJ search in 09. We always do. I was like, I thought I was ready it. to be on radio I'm in like, 2012 too. Facts. Wasn't. You're not. And you know what I mean? And like looking back Jeez. now, I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I would have fucking bombed on much Bro. music. Are you sick? I would have ate Jeez. shit on live television mad times. Why? Because yeah. I'm not used to this. I don't know this world entirely. I wasn't a student of it. I was mm-hmm. thrown into it. I got lucky, got to the end, and it it was a spark for what I want to do, but it doesn't necessarily mean I had to do it. You know what I yeah. mean? And yeah. like, That's why I'm so glad there's certain opportunities I didn't really jump at when I thought like, oh, man, I deserve this shit. I paid my dues, and now I'm like, and I never got it. And years later, I'm like, oh, good God. What the fuck Thank was God I, I thinking? God, I didn't have it. Sure. You gotta fuck that shit up. Bro. Alignment. Dead ass. Because it, it happens when it's supposed to happen. Facts. Right. Because there's certain things, like, there are times where, I think this is one of the biggest things with people's dreams. I don't think it's that people can't achieve them. I think that people are afraid of them. What is I think there's certain we, times, we I think there's oh, certain okay. times where, like, <laughs> you're on the cusp of greatness in whatever you feel like you're destined to do. But you're still scared. Like there have been times I've been, I've, like for West Indian, mm-hmm. uh, West Indies versus Africa, uh, comedy show. I remember telling you how terrified, yeah, I was, and you're like, mm-hmm. you're gonna be fine, like you're gonna be good, whatever. And I'm just sitting here like, mm-hmm. thinking about how many ways I can get out of it. <laughs> how many excuses can I come up with that can get me out of this? Shit? I do that too. <laughs> and I'm just like, and even to the last hour, like I'm talking, I rehearse my my set. For like three hours in my room by myself, just with a microphone, no audience. (laughs) And I'm just going over the set for three hours, Mm -hmm. trying to make sure it's the right time, that I'm saying everything, that I'm not missing it, that it's in order. And then 15 minutes before I'm ready to leave, I'm like, I can say I broke my arm. (laughs) I died. Yeah, I died. Yeah, I died. I'm dead. Don't wish that on <laughs> but, yourself. No, but I'm saying this is a thought process that's going through my head on the cusp of greatness. Like, you know like, what I mean? Maybe like, I tell them I'm sick. Bro, and it's like... I got this, a flat tire. If I didn't do that, if I didn't do that comedy show, a lot of people that attended that shit, that put it together even, that were even just a comedian on the show would never believe that I'm capable of doing stand-up comedy. Like, 
that there's been no other better night that I've had doing stand up than that West Indies versus Jamaica. Wow. Uh, West Indies versus Africa night. Big. I fucking bodied it. And that's the only stand up that I can truly sit here and say, like, I bodied that. Like, there's no question in my mind, right? But look up how much doubt I had before it. I was ready to fake death to not do it. You know what I mean? And, like, look how long I worked towards that. Mm-hmm. You know how long I've seen West Indies versus Africa? Like, two, three years. I'm seeing tricks in them. Kill it every year. I'm like, oh, I would, ooh, nigga. <laughs> every year, I'm like, ooh, put me, ooh, put me on that. Man, I then was, you get the I'm oppor- not even West Indian or African. Bro, I was on that two years, <laughs> bro. And I'm, and then I finally got the, I finally get the, the opportunity now, and I'm making excuses not to do it after years of wanting it. Yeah. That's a real thing, man. Yeah, and I don't bro. think people understand how many people get to that cusp of whatever it is that they want to do. And jumping off that cliff is fucking terrifying because you do not know if your parachute is going to work. You don't know. And when it ends up working, especially working better than you thought, like your parachute's allowing you to fly, not yeah. soar. <laughs> like it's, it's a deadly feeling. Like you need that feeling yeah. again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you, know, you wouldn't have that if you didn't just say, fuck it, let's do it. But you know that fear comes a lot from like watching other people too tough, you know, what I mean? watching like how another person may have succeeded in this position, or just or listening or, to their doubts about you. But I heavily, you know, like, I heavily feel that that's important, though. It, it totally is because I, I was I was watching a, a that Gilbert Arenas podcast, and he said the greatest thing, where he's like, the moment he became a better player was when he stopped watching what all the other guys could do and what he couldn't, and started looking at what he could do and what, and what they, they couldn't. couldn't. Right, so it's like he came in the league the freaking out at like, yeah. oh my god, I can't jump out the gym like Vince. Carter. Like I play with Jason Richardson, mm-hmm. and here's Vince Carter jumping out the gym over Jason Richardson. Mm-hmm. He's like, how the hell am I gonna make it in this league? Yep. Yeah. But then he had to stop and be like, no, but these guys can't do this, and these guys this. can't yep. do that. This is my yep. strengths. I'm gonna play to my strengths and just know that this is what I have to offer, and just be confident in that. And like when That's I heard that, podcasting. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> That's right, podcasting, brother. I'm like, why do I keep on telling myself, "Oh no, man, you, you got You can't sing in comedy." I'm like, no, this is this is what I have. Yep. Use the fuck yeah. out facts, of facts. Yes, you know what I'm Use that shit, nigga. So, we all know uh, Norm's angelic voice. Oh, are you but, making? You know, are you way, making a singing comedy album? No, that's 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 in the in the uh, New Year's resolution. That's one of the. Do we need I to sign to Warner Music Canada? Listen, I think so Ooh. I think that might be. A we thing, need you know? we need hey, we need Norm on a Jamie Foxx stand up comedy tour style. Oh man, where it's him and a piano. Oh, Jamie I don't Fox. care because he already got jokes that he can let off without a piano. Mm-hmm. I could not imagine. Like we oh. l- listen, you guys. Do you know gravy, how to play the piano, Gravy Gang? Yeah. You guys have I, you I'm guys have heard the show for years. You've heard Norm on this show. With the comedy and with the singing, you know that it's just—it's a natural union. I've said it to you a thousand times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I could sing like you, nigga, <laughs> my comedy <laughs> would rap. be on a fucking level. Like Jamie Foxx's and just anybody who has the ability to sing, when you are also innately just naturally funny, not trying to be, not putting on because you have a gimmick. You're just innate, like you're just innately funny. Thank you, man. And you know what gets people to laugh. You can also sing amazingly, <laughs> like 
Those are superpowers, bro. Those are super public speaking, being able to speak on this podcast mm -hmm. for hours, three hours plus. <laughs> It's a superpower. I don't think For people real. understand it. Yeah. I learned it heavily in 2020 when niggas had to go on Instagram Live for content and couldn't Bro. hold the and fucking conversation. Oh, niggas out. can't stay on Instagram Live for more than 15 minutes because y'all don't know what to say. It's 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 a unique ability to be able to hold people's attention, to entertain people, mm -hmm. and 100%. to make them feel good at the same time. You do comedy, so we found everybody's you talk, and you sing. That's our superpowers right here. Yours is three-hour conversation. Three hours. Yours is Only uh, three comedy hours. and singing. <laughs> and mine is psychic abilities. <laughs> psychic powers. We are the Podvengers. Oh, we got our superpowers. But what about Matt? What about intern? The, the, Grave yes. the Gravengers. Gravengers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, do you have a song for the Gravengers? <laughs> oh, I got, I got you. Yeah! Gravengers! <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> it's either that or fucking you know what the vibe is, man. Hold up. Let me get it. <laughs> so it be in the beginning, so it be in the end. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Another week of the Extra Gravy Show. Oh yeah. <laughs> Extra gravy. Don't breathe like that. Extra gravy. You sound like a ghost. Extra gravy. You're the ghost of extra gravy. Bumbarash clap, pussy bumbarash clap, pussy <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another extra episode of the Extra Gravy Show. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. And I'm Alicia. And that was the Extra Gravy. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.